Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Cobra Time Podcast. I'm your host, Maurice Rulo. We're on episode 24. Today is Tuesday, December 22nd, 2015. Sorry, I had to get a little bit of the prequel song in there. I'm so sorry about that. No, I'm not really sorry. Hey, how are we doing? How are we doing, Harris? I'm good, man. Vic, how many days till episode 8? Oh, man. <laughs> I haven't started the countdown yet. Whoa! Whoa! But I know it's a major upset. But I know it's coming out uh, by the tail end of 2017. That's, that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Call Bird, Call Bird, how we doing? Doing all right. Doing all right. Um, today is a very special day. A very special episode. Yes. The uh, the timer finally ended, mm-hmm. and now we just started a new one for Rogue One. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Timer ended, and the world did not end. No. <laughs> That's we a made happy it. coincidence. We made it. I remember talking about wanting to uh, wait for the world to end so I could see The Hobbit. Hmm. I don't know how that turned out. This turned out a little bit better. <laughs> still, not great. So, uh, everyone here, uh, we all saw Star Wars. Um, we're gonna. Kind of have a little bit of a different discussion today. Kind of be an all day, all Star Wars all day. Because yes. we've talked about certain things like the books that we've read, uh, the games. I see you have Lost Stars over there, which is another novel mm-hmm. in the new canon, which I'm going to pick up myself too. Um, but I think we're just going to go around and first have a non-spoiler review of the movie, the new movie. Um, kind of give initial thoughts and impressions on it. And then we're going to go into a deep dive. And there's going to be a lot of spoilers. The deepest of the deep dives. Literally the entire movie. Um, So we'll definitely give a a timestamp once that comes up. Now, I wanted to start with someone who had never seen Star Wars before in his entire life. Colbert. Never. (laughs) May I? uh, Victor just took out the copious notes. Copious notes alert. (laughs) He just whipped him out like a fucking boss. Well, I will say Mm -hmm. I did see Star Wars as a kid. Yep. Just I'm just not a Star Wars geek, and I just didn't like go crazy over it but i did see them i needed my refresher watched them and yeah they were good no yeah amazing uh, change your life no didn't want me to didn't make me like convert to the ways of the jedi mm-hmm. or this religion that actually that's good because they're all dead this. huh no okay <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i mean yeah it was a good it was a good movie i see why it like impacted so many lives yeah yeah um, like yours, right? <laughs> so rewatching or rewatching just uh, the original. Um, you didn't watch them all. You didn't watch one, two, three. Uh, not not. I did not. I did three. not watch it. I didn't watch the prequel trilogies. Right. I did see those in the theater, but I didn't. Yeah. I didn't watch them. Most of people watch. are saying too with the newer movie, they're trying to get away from the prequel stuff. So I guess if you, if you just saw the original, and I, and yeah, so I think you're okay. But I'm, what I meant to ask was, did you watch episodes four, five, six, like one right after the other? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, in Perfect. that order. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, so I'm pretty much like up to speed, mm-hmm. and in the storyline, and then I end up watching the Family Guy <laughs> parodies, and them shits were fucking hilarious. They are funny, and they're actually incredibly close to the the movies. It is like almost a beat for beat of the Star Wars movies. Yeah, they were really dead on, and I was really like surprised by yeah. it. The, you know, in spite of all like the side jokes and stuff, which right. really good. Of course. But, um, um, did you need the refresher in order to? Not see? really. Okay. So anyone else? I mean, it was. It would be good to know. Yeah. But you really, really didn't need it. If you remembered the basics. Yeah, if you remember the basics, then yeah, you need yeah. to go. Yeah. So what did you think of the movie? As being a, as being not a star, you know, you're a fan of Star Wars. We're a fan of good quality filmmaking. What did you think? Non-spoiler. I thought it was a good movie. Yeah. 
I really had no problem with it. I I enjoyed watching it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wasn't like any of the other people in the theater like clapping every. Like, <laughs> and once they show like the Star Wars logo in the beginning, people yep. are cheering. I'm like, damn, can you let the movie stop? <laughs> but no, I thought it was a good movie all, all in all. That's good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Right. Um, you're gonna have a countdown for episode eight. No. no. <laughs> Did you see it opening day? No, I saw it the day after. Okay. Wait, uh, Saturday. Yeah, yeah, my biggest thing was just avoiding spoilers on the internet, which was very difficult for me. Uh, I did get a, I did get one. Oh, did you? What? Oh my one? God. Don't give it out. Come I'm on. not gonna give it out now. I'll wait till the yeah later. So Hopefully, but. everyone's. I mean, as evidenced by the box office receipts, Victor, I think it did pretty well. So I think a lot of people mm-hmm. have seen it. If you haven't seen it yet, and I know one of our listeners has not seen it yet, but if this drops tonight, I think they're seeing it tomorrow. So. Don't listen to this episode and wait and <laughs> wait until after you see it. Um, all right, Eris. Yes, you're, 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 I'm uh, here. You enjoy a good quality flick. I have been known to enjoy quality cinema. You're you're a little bit above Carl Bird's love of Star Wars, but maybe a little bit below myself and Mr. Victor. Would yeah, you say? I would I would classify myself in the casual Star Wars fan category. This is good. We have a good collection here of of different Star Wars fans, so it's good to get different opinions on that. Okay, so uh, as just you know, seen the movie. What do you think? I thought it was a good flick. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was a very, very good, enjoyable, but flawed film. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that uh, the direction by Mr. J.J. Abrams was uh, well done. Um, the cast is awesome. Like mm-hmm. all, all the new characters were really good. Finn, played by John Boyega. Uh, Daisy Ridley's Ray was really good. And uh, Oscar Isaac... Hernandez, and I forget his other last name. <laughs> well, I think it was Estrada. Estrada, yeah, yes. Estrada Oscar Isaac Hernandez Estrada <laughs> was really good at Poe Dameron. Poe Dameron. The All pilot. Right. He's the pilot guy, Carl. The guy oh, who flies the plane yeah, thing. Yeah, I did, well, I, did, I did get their names. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, they, they were all really, really, really good. Um, I, I think that they did a bang-up job of just getting a, a varied cast of characters that, uh, while they, they are familiar tropes um, of Star Wars uh, characters past, they do a good job of establishing their own character. Uh, especially Finn, I really enjoyed Finn. Um, he he was my favorite new character. Um, he was he was totally brand new. He doesn't kind of parallel anyone else mm-hmm. um, from from previous Star Wars that I can think of, uh, which was really cool. Um, but we can discuss him uh, a little bit later on when we get into the spoiler stuff. Um, but uh, I really enjoyed it. I was uh, disappointed by the soundtrack. I, I didn't think it had any memorable themes, and I thought that uh, the past Star Wars films had really memorable scores, including the prequels. Really memorable. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's about the only thing that was memorable about those. <laughs> but uh, yeah, great. Yeah, great movie. I thought it was a really good popcorn munching, mm-hmm. dick beating, <laughs> mouth breathing action movie. <laughs> Sick reference, bro. <laughs> References are out of control. Nice. That's good. Glad you liked it. Uh, I'm glad too. Yeah, I would be very. Dis- I would be very- so. Uh, I liked it myself. Um, I'm definitely sitting through it as a huge Star Wars fan. Huge, 
huge <laughs> Longfellow Dean Star Wars fan. Um, Passion in your eyes. Uh, I love Star Wars so much. Um, I, and there's a lot of con- I've had a lot of conflicting emotions, but we'll get more into that. Um, as a movie, it's just seeing the movie. Liked it a lot. Liked it a lot. Um, during the first two acts, I remember sitting in, in my chair in the theater just thinking to myself, when I get out of this, I'm going to update my Facebook status to say this is, this is perfect. It was perfect. I really thought it was perfect. At that point, I thought it was perfect. It was just like the homages, everything. I thought they it all tied together really well. As Eris said, the actors that they picked were awesome. Uh, I think J.J. Abrams was really good at getting actors, um, especially you know for Star Trek as well. When he had to recast all those people, doing another that's another difficult job to do. I thought yeah, he did a really chemistry. good job. He's got a good eye for chemistry yeah, between yeah. actors for sure. Um, his acting is fun. Uh, it's fun. You know, it was those funny pieces in there. Uh, they tied some things together really well. Uh, the third act, which we'll get more to more to later, is where I kind of started to lose me a little bit for certain, for different reasons. Um, but it felt like Star Wars. Felt like it belonged in Star Wars. Uh, and it definitely was set in, you know, Star Wars universe. You could tell that George Lucas had nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. In some ways it's good, in some ways it's also bad. I agree with that. Yeah. So, uh, but leaving, it left me excited for Episode Eight and Rogue One. I honestly, I, that I really don't care about. <laughs> to be honest with you. Uh, but as of Episode Eight, I am. It definitely left me wanting more. Um, do we know who's directing Rogue One? Uh, Gareth Edwards. Yeah. The gentleman who did um, God- oh monsters yeah yep. Godzilla Godzilla yeah. Godzilla and, yeah, monsters and monsters prior to that yeah, okay I both like very, him. both That's very cool. good movies yeah, yeah. He's, monsters he's good. was very good and Godzilla was very good as well in my opinion oh, it was really good yeah I love that Godzilla yeah. movie so that was awesome Star Wars <laughs> <laughs> so I I liked it a lot um, I mean I'm not and that's why I'm saying Victor for last because I can't I don't know with like the Cinematography. I don't know that stuff. I don't know. That's not my bag. I just know I sat down. I know I really enjoyed myself, and I know I look forward to seeing the next one. Um, and the I thought the actor was really good. Same with the score. Afterwards, I was trying to remember different songs. I do definitely do need to re-listen to the to the uh, music because when Eris played it before the show, some of the you know one of the songs immediately jumped to mind. Like, oh yeah, I remember really liking that. So I definitely got to listen through to it again. That's the thing. If if I don't remember it right after the movie. That tells me that it wasn't a great time. I'm also not like a musical that's, person that's, either. So I mean, I'm not musical. I, I love music. Like music. I love listening to music. I'm not creative in, in musically, but I mm. do notice when a movie has a great score. Yeah. And I feel like John John Williams. Um, he's he's certainly had his ups and downs. He's a hit or miss guy. Sometimes. I don't know anything he's done besides Star Wars. He's done some Spider Man stuff, if I recall. No. Ah, okay. Never mind. I'm thinking of the, of a different guy. Okay. But usually the Star Wars stuff tend tends to be memorable. Yeah, yeah. Wait a minute, that was Hans Zimmer. This one. No, that was um, Danny Elfman. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's, he's a big composer. He, yeah, he's yeah. done a ton of stuff, and yeah. he's real hit or miss sometimes. Yep. That's what I was thinking of. Danny Elfman, The Simpsons. Didn't he do that too? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, like one of his Spider-Man scores was terrible. <laughs> Danny Elfman, just straight up. Terrible. Probably three because it wasn't much redeeming. There was a lot of terrible in that. <laughs> I, honestly, I think it was one of the new ones. I yeah. can't recall. All right. Um, and the other big thing that I really enjoyed was the practical effects. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can see that they, that was part of the things that are good about Little Less. That George Lucas. was a key and really, really good choice. Yes. Yes. Um, but I f- for and it's not. 
this is you know it's more to do with the prequels but i feel like george lucas in the prequels obviously used too much i can't act in, i can't act period but i can't imagine trying to act around huge green screens you watch some of those behind the scenes things holy crap and i've said it before i'll say it a million times natalie portman really bad and then she wins an oscar really two years later so what does that tell you whatever um, but I feel like George Lucas just loves his special effects so much he just had to use them because he helped create them for like 30,000 years yeah but little I think, I think yeah. that some good points that I, I've seen uh, around the web and whatnot after this film came out um, about just the legacy that he left on mm-hmm. Star Wars and a lot, the consensus seems to be that um, a lot of the original trilogy was molded by the limitations um, mm, that yeah. were placed upon Lucas and his collaborators because that was not just George Lucas. Like, right. There were a lot of people that contributed to those three films, those right. classics, and the limitations that did not allow George Lucas to have his fancy schmancy <laughs> vision uh, realized in yep. the 1970s and 80s actually formed those films mm. into what they were. And the prequels were his actual vision <laughs> realized, <laughs> which is hilarious because it's like, mm-hmm. man, thank God that guy couldn't yeah. do what he wanted to do yeah. back then uh, yeah <laughs> and and plus to that um i heard that uh for the for the first star wars film a new hope that was actually saved in editing because lucas's original choices were terrible really just like long flat boring takes with no dynamic camera movement or anything of mm-hmm. the sort like they had to salvage it in editing to a wow. humongous degree yeah that's just, crazy just, i did not know that don't, yeah just try just try not to direct yours i mean you're George Lucas is a terrible director i think yeah. we can all agree on that right yes we can all definitely agree on that um uh, but immediately upon leaving the theater i was i loved it i was very happy very happy um, upon a more critical viewing, and I do need to see it a second time. I will say that for sure. I don't think just one because not only was it the first time seeing it, but it was like 10, 15 years of buildup of me wanting to see it. I don't think I could really look at it with a true critical eye. Um, so I'll definitely see it again and uh, give some more thoughts. And then in regards to Star Wars itself, I'll save that for later in the show. Uh, Vic, what do you think? You had a very glowing review <laughs> on Facebook. Oh, oh, man. Man. oh man. Very glowing non-spoiler review. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It was, yeah, yeah. So a, dramatic reading of Victor, a dramatic reading of Victor's Facebook <laughs> review. Oh, man. Man, oh, man. This, this film, episode seven, you know, I, I, when I, I was counting down the days ever since we started this podcast mm-hmm. uh, to episode seven, and, you know, even on the day of, driving to the theater, I came in there with a little bit of trepidation. I was a little nervous <laughs> because I was wondering, I was thinking, please don't suck. Please don't suck. Please don't be the prequels. And <laughs> Is it because I said it to you? Uh, no, no. Okay. But, uh, concern, yeah. but it was just, it was just a general concern. like, can it live up to the hype? Because, because there's a lot of enormous pressure uh, uh, leading up to this movie. The fact that you know, um, Disney bought the whole Star Wars franchise for four billion dollars, and this film, if it if it if it receives a critical drumming, then oof, what a mm-hmm. what a horrible return. But you know, as I walked into the theater, I saw I it was it was it was jam packed, and I saw numerous people you know uh, there. I saw a few people with uh, costumes on. Uh, the most memorable costume I saw was there was this guy who had a this tall husky dude who had like Darth Maul face paint, and he dressed in like lingerie and black shorts. And I and I thought, huh, that's 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 unique. Wait, he started. He was he was Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah, he was Caitlyn Jennering it up. I think, uh, there's, an, I think there's an expanded universe. Wait, book about this that. was when you went to see the Force Awakens. Yeah, 
And there's some guy in the lobby standing there in lingerie and Darth Maul face. I mean, I'll judge. <laughs> do what you do. You, you do, do you, man. As long as you ain't breaking any laws. That guy was having the best time after right. that oh, movie. Oh, I bet he was. I bet he was. And then I actually got to the theater pretty early because I thought I knew it was going to be packed. So I got to the theater at six six fifteen. I got inside and the audience, the auditorium was was already, was almost full. But luckily, I managed to get a seat in the middle, so I got a good seat. And um, and watching the film unfold, uh, watching it with a really great audience, because uh, there were there were a lot of uh, applause breaks uh, when all the old when all the old cast members showed up and some great moments in, in between. Watching it, I left I left you know just feeling euphoric because I I thought this film was awesome. I I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I mean, I did notice some flaws. It's not a perfect film, but it's a near perfect film in my opinion. And and I, I left there and I was like, I was like, this is this is one of this is one of the best cinema going experiences I've had in my life. I actually teared up. I cried in the Force Awakens. <laughs> All right, hey, let it go. Let I, it will, go. I will. Okay. I will. I will. I will reveal why in the spoilers. All mm-hmm. right, but I there was there was one moment in particular that I I tears just started welling up and I, oh my god, but. I, I went home and I, I was just so giddy I almost couldn't sleep. I was thinking, oh man, this this film is just so amazing that I got on Facebook and I wrote down just a brief snippet of my first impressions mm-hmm. of the film. That was not brief. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and what I loved about the film was uh, it, this, and as you said, Maurice and Iris, this feels like a Star Wars film. You know, it has the actual feel, like the pacing in terms of the characters. I thought were pitch perfect, perfect casting. Um, I, I, it was a great balance of nostalgia, using putting to good use the old cast, especially like uh, Harrison Ford and Chewbacca and, and Princess Leia, and with the new cast as well. I thought it was a really good balance. Um, I also thought that the great use of practical effects, you know, which really brought a sense of place that the prequels did not have. Uh, it, it, there was a real immediacy there. I love the cinematography in there by Dan Mindel, who actually replicates the original look of the original films. You put that to really good, really good use. Um, I really liked uh, Kylo Ren as uh, the main villain. He, I thought he was one of the most interesting uh, villains in the Star Wars uh, film series, and we'll get into get into that in a spoiler corner. Uh, and and uh, I and I also did like the score. I thought the score was a little more subdued than than past than past mm-hmm. films. But I actually went out went out and I bought the soundtrack. Yep. So I thought it was. I it's on it was, Spotify too. If you want to listen to it. Yeah. So I thought it was. I thought it was pretty terrific. And. Um, you know, I actually did see the film twice. I, I, I went home. I, I could barely, you know, could barely sleep, but I managed to get some good sleep in. But I went back the next afternoon, uh, went back, and I just watched it all over again and um, with a little more critical eye, and I still loved it. And uh, I didn't cry in my second viewing because, you know, you know I, right. I, I, I got, got that out of my system. <laughs> But um, but yeah, this is a this is a true return to form for the for the series. Um, this feels like a fil- like a Star Wars film. Like the action was great, um, and, and and also what I loved loved about it too was that the humor in the film actually worked. There was there was there were no jokes that fell flat or felt forced, you know, mm-hmm. pun intended. But you know, this was actually the most for me the most humorous of all the Star Wars films because all the all the snippy uh, all snappy character moments and like dialogue. You know some lines here that kind of got a chuckle out of me, so mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. Um, I, I I also loved the 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 action, especially like the the lightsaber fight, uh, which we'll get into a little more. That which kind of felt like a stark contrast to like the more overly choreographed stylings of the prequel trilogy. Read awesome. I mean, yes. th- th- I mean, 
they they I mean the prequel they, they they were fine, but I thought that the the original trilogy and especially the Force Awakens the lightsaber fights were actually better. They actually fit, they actually fit better with the narrative, whereas the prequel trilogy there was just like oh just style over substance. But um, but th this film, The Force Awakens, overall, like I said, it's 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 awesome, and um, this is definitely a, a huge rebuke to the prequel trilogy. And I'm so glad that George Lucas does not have the creative reins over this franchise. I mean, he's a great ideas person; he can come up with great concepts and he can contribute in that way. But I'm glad that he doesn't have any 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 uh, influence in the script in the scripting or the direction because. You know, after the botched job that he did with the prequels, man, this film, this franchise needed to be in the into, into some new, more talented hands. And I'm glad that J.J. Abrams and Lawrence Kasdan, who was the writer for Empire and Jedi, and Michael Arndt, who uh, also wrote Toy Story 3, he wrote the first draft for, the, for this film, that their ideas actually got this film, uh, The Force Awakens, uh, to the light, to got it to where it needed to be. So yeah, man, uh, I'll get, we'll definitely get into it more, more, into more detail with the spoilers, but I'm so glad that The Force Awakens lives up to the hype. You know, I'm definitely going to count down the days until the next films in the, in the franchise, Episode 8, which will be directed by Ryan Johnson, who also directed Looper. Which I really so, liked. Yep. And uh, and also, just uh, some brief news. Oh, Currently... Yeah. He also did the, like, three of the most popular Breaking Bad episodes. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. Odds yeah. Days, I think, yeah. Yep. And uh, currently, uh, uh, The Force Awakens has grossed uh, over $288 million domestically. Mm. And it's uh, currently grossing uh, $610.7 million worldwide. So I was actually surprised by the budget. Fun yeah. fact, $600 million of that? All ticket sales to Victor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah, a lot of money. <clears throat> yeah, so yeah, man. Let's, let's uh, get into the spoilers soon because I got a lot more to say about it. But sure. um, if you, uh, I will say this. If you hated the prequel trilogy, you will come away liking this film or even loving it. If you like the prequel trilogy for some ungodly reason, then you will still like The Force Awakens. I mean, my mind was ready, my body was ready, my soul was ready for this film, and I was completely satisfied on all levels. <laughs> and I cannot wait for the next film. Oh my God, get the lube. Yes. Holy oh, smokes. Oh, <laughs> also, I'm glad someone was totally satisfied. <laughs> Spoiler right. tag. Let's continue. What, uh, what were you at the time? Uh, 22 minutes. So we're 22 minutes in. If you're near the 20 minutes... Whatever. Okay, so we'll definitely tag in 22. Yeah. Stop listening now. Or yeah. Come back. Come back. Also, if all you came here for is a Star Wars The Force Awakens love fest, yep. just listen to Victor's parts. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> we will discuss its flaws for yes. sure, and there yes. are some, and we will get into them. Yeah. For sure. Mm -hmm. All right. So, spoiler tag. Spoiler warning. From here on out... It is not our fault if you hear anything that you dislike. That's your own damn fault. Right. Blame yourself. Right. Look in the mirror. You hate that person, don't you? Yeah. You hate him. Yeah. Just go ahead and slap him across the face real quick. Just stab him through the heart like Han Solo. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Early. Oh, man. <laughs> stop listening. They should have stopped listening by stop now. Listening. Should have stopped listening. Oh. You can block that out if you want, Vic. Yeah. But... I'll edit. Just, I'll, just, I'll, I'll edit around that. Yeah, just just do <laughs> stab in the heart. <laughs> just, that's yeah. it. Okay. All right. All right. Oh, boy. So. Oh, God. Can I start? Where, where do I start? Uh, yes, Victor, please do. Yes. Yes. Yeah, lead yes. Us off, Nick. Why not? All right. So, uh, you've been warned. Thank you, Aris, for that uh, warning. <laughs> um, so, yes. Uh, episode 7, The Force Awakens. Uh, 
The story for this is that it takes place 30 years after the events of Return of the Jedi. Mm -hmm. uh, Luke Skywalker has vanished uh, without a trace. He's nowhere to be found. Uh, currently, uh, the uh, galaxy is in, um, is in the midst of uh, another phase in the war galactic war. The Empire, uh, no longer the... Uh, no, they're formerly... They're like, they're like the Imperial Remnant, but now they're known as the First Order. And they're basically led by uh, Supreme Leader Snoke, who's basically uh, this, ver this, uh, this uh, series version of the Emperor. And Kylo Ren is leading the, leading the charge, along with uh, General Hux, played by Donald Gleeson. And, uh, and also... Um, uh, Finn, there's a character named Finn who's a former stormtrooper turned hero who who decides in a moment of truth that the Empire, that the First Order is not for him, so he actually manages uh, to uh, find his way to uh, Poe Dameron, who's uh, played by Oscar Isaac, who's the greatest uh, star pilot in the galaxy of that time frame. And they crash land on Jakku, I pronounced it right, <laughs> and they come across Rey, uh, a young scavenger girl who, who uh, has... who who may or may not be related to a certain hero, force-powered hero from the uh, previous trilogy. The Force is awakening as uh, in her as, uh, as she lives up to the title of the film. And from there, uh, some, some great things happen and the film ends eventually. So we will get into this in greater detail. So, and that is the IMDb plot. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now! <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, and, oh, and there's a Biggerer Death Star, too. Yes. Biggerer? So, Biggerer. Funny that you mentioned so that. So they blow up a Death Star, then blow up uh, a nothing. second Death Star, uh -huh. then they blow up a third Death Star? You I wonder where they got that idea from. <laughs> so, I'm glad that you mentioned that, because that was me sitting in the theater towards the third act, where I was like... Are they seriously going to blow up another fucking super weapon <laughs> for the third time? That was horrible. Out of four movies, if you're counting four, five, six, seven. Oh my god. That was seriously. So off the bat, yeah. Before you go negative, sure. Right. <laughs> Tell me what you actually loved, because you said the first two acts were perfect. There was. Perfect. I just, the intro said. I just feel like um, the introduction of characters of. Um, Ships, I really like that. I think the humor was good. I thought the humor was there. Um, I, I mean, because I love the hero's journey. You know, original Star Wars, New Hope, really isn't that original of a movie itself. You know, oh, guy, princess, save the princess, mm -hmm. and blah, 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 evil guy. There's any more evil, but you don't even hear about them. So I love that whole thing, like finding someone. I, and I just thought Daisy Ridley and Finn killed it. Yeah. You didn't really see um, Poe too much in the first act, in the first two. <laughs> that yeah. is one was, of my... Yeah. Like, it's, it's a thing I really liked about this movie, but it's so fucking lazy, J.J. Abrams. Yeah. So he just has there ever been a movie that has given less of a fuck about a main character or what happens to him in the entire movie than this one? He's like, oh, where'd you go? So I just got, I got For context, <laughs> yeah. I'm, obviously everyone listening here has seen the movie, but uh, when Poe and Finn escape the uh, Imperial Starship, they crash land on Jakku... Finn wakes up, runs over to the, uh, what is that, a TIE, TIE fighter? fighter? Yeah. And uh, he does not find Poe Dameron. He finds his convenient jacket there, takes his jacket, then the, 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 the TIE fighter blows the hell up. Mm. Hey, where's Poe Dameron? No one cares. <laughs> Let's continue the movie. And then about an hour and a half later, he shows Until back up. Until magically he shows up when they most need him. Yes. Oh, hey, this movie does a lot of that. Yeah, and his explanation was... 
I woke up. It was nighttime, or was it morning? There it was, was no one there. He, he said things. He I don't even remember. One that. sentence. He's like, I got into another. I found a ship. That's all he said. He like didn't even look for anyone, which is weird. But like yeah. I said, no movie has ever given less of a fuck about a main hero. Yeah. So that was interesting. Um, which I love and hate at the same time. Like I said, like when he showed up, I was like, that's genius. Thanks for not showing me the probably cliched bullshit adventure he was gonna have to get off that planet anyway. Yeah. So I liked it, but it's lazy like, mm-hmm. i don't know if i want to have a problem with that or not yeah um but <laughs> i'm conflicted yeah something um just seeing all the characters again um it just i don't know i just i felt like transported back to star wars and like future star wars bomb going off of my head i think they did a wonderful job um, back to Victor's point, where they 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 did a nice job of sort of re- replicating the look of the old, but mm-hmm. of the old movies, but also updating them and modernizing everything with subtle effects. Like everything looks more realistic, obviously, mm-hmm. but they also have um, that look where you see like kind of the '80s aesthetic in some of the sets and like you know the especially like the machinery and things like that mm-hmm. is very clunky with the big square buttons and crap like that which mm-hmm. is cool but they also modernize it at the same time so i don't feel like it's a throwback movie but it certainly has that aesthetic if that makes sense which i, I really mm-hmm. enjoyed the way that they did that yeah psychological progression stylistically yeah. yeah i agree with that i will say too it was like really fun seeing um harrison Ford play han solo han solo but mm-hmm. like he still had it like, yeah. he was oh, yeah. still able to, like, yeah. become Han Solo, like, mm-hmm. once again, after, what, 30-something yep. years? 30 yeah, something, yeah. yeah. Sure. They, did a, they all did a great job. All the returning actors definitely did a great job. Mm-hmm. And I like the fact that um, that this film, with, with the characters, it, 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 it shows and it doesn't just tell. Because mm-hmm. in the prequels, if you look at the prequels, where we've been told that, you know, for example, Obi-Wan and Anakin, that they were good friends... But if you watch any of the prequels, you don't get that impression at all. Especially in Attack of the Clones, where Obi-Wan's just admonishing Anakin for being a whiny douche. Mm. And like what was that? Yeah. And but in this film, you actually get to see why these characters, you know, have the reputation that they have. For example, with Poe Dameron, who's who's billed as like the best star pilot in the resistance, in that one scene where where uh, I think Maz Kanata's uh, uh, bar, Fortress Home was attacked. You get to see uh, Poe Dameron's reveal when he's conveniently shows up out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. You get to see his there's that one sweeping shot where where his X-wing is flying across the sky, blasting Tie Fighters left and right. Yeah, that was cool. That that was awesome. Just, I was like, the wow, dog fights. That was great. Yeah. yeah they were here, really here's good. a quick question for you, Vic. Yeah. What's the resistance? <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, Vic, what is that? <laughs> good question. Uh, the resistance is the uh, is the unofficial military arm of the Republic okay. because because um, according because leading up to the film the Republic actually was be, well Princess Princess Leia or now General Leia mm-hmm. she demilitarized the the New Republic okay. uh, over the course of the thirty years since Jedi so um, they used so the resistance is this unofficial military group that uh, is, that is in support of the resistance that are there to basically keep tabs and kind of squelch the First Order from growing from expanding into the former empire of 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 your mm-hmm. okay Vic, did you get this information from the movie i got it from reading aftermath oh okay <laughs> cool so i have to read a book to find out a, a rather important plot mm. detail from the movie mm. yeah got it yeah I, I will say that um um episode I, I i guess the episode eight will probably reveal a lot more mm-hmm. will give a lot more context and i agree that they could have 
they could have expo- explored that a bit more or yep. a lot more. Maybe just like maybe like a, some brief character moments. Yeah. Like maybe like Daisy or Finn could ask a question like, "Hey, hey, what's what's the resistance?" And it goes, "Oh, the resistance is boom, boom, boom." And that's okay. That's all you need yeah. to know. I read somewhere that Mon Mothma is the leader of the Republic. She is. And General Akbar still leads the actual military wing <laughs> of the Republic. Well, he was like. Yeah, because they mentioned the fleet. They mentioned the Republic fleet. Yeah. yeah. Well, they also bombed the fuck out of the Republic capital. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was kind of like, all right. <laughs> but they didn't really, I mean, they said they were going to like do something to Republic planets. Can't. Like, I know, I, Victor must have loved that. There's so much death. Billions and billions <laughs> of people. Yes. Four billions of yeah. people dying. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I liked <laughs> thinking back. Victor. I'm just saying, when that happened, mm-hmm. okay, con- conceptually, we know billions of people died. Mm-hmm. Did anyone give a fuck? Not even a billions of voices cried out. Yeah. And then we're silent. And I'm like, oh, hey, look at those stars. They, they're they bright. They just got hit with big red lasers. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, will, I will say Why that. Why should the, I care about that planet? Yeah. I will say that the, the Starkiller base, um, I didn't like the fact that, I mean, I didn't mind that, that it was just like an a, a actual planet-sized version of the Death Star, which was actually <laughs> the size of a small moon. Um, I what I did mind was that um, the Star Killer base was just destroyed in that in, in the Force yeah. Awakens by the end. I, I, I what I wanted to see was that maybe 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 they like severely cripple its capabilities. And that way it could be like the yeah. it could be like the hulking monstrosity throughout the whole sequel trilogy. But no, it's just like oh yeah, they just blew it up. Because as <laughs> it's, they just, it's actually really hilarious that you say that yeah. they just relocated the sun to where it was. Yeah, because yeah. that was oh it moves. Someone said it moves, right? Yeah. yeah, sun moves or circular moves to the sun. JJ Abrams said that. Yeah, okay. In, in an, an interview, interview. All right. after the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so as I was sitting in the theater, and this is where start really starting to lose me because I'm like, they're they're gonna do it. They're doing it again. And I, so I was like, oh no, they're just gonna cripple the planet. It's still gonna be there. It's gonna be like a thing in the background. I'm like, yeah, that's not. I I okay. I can no, nope. It's no, it's exploding. <laughs> <laughs> that was literally a thought process that went through my head. Yeah. Uh, and that's when I was yes. gone. I, 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 we we can all agree that Starkiller Base was real meh. Mm-hmm. I especially did like the state. I, I want to go back to some of the beginning stuff, which I really liked, and I know mm-hmm. that all of us really liked. Mm-hmm. But sticking with the Starkiller Base thing, I. First off, General Hux is a shitty character. <laughs> Fuck that he guy. He needs to be older. He is annoying. Yeah. I, that's what I liked about him, actually. He needs to be a little bit older, in my opinion. I disliked him greatly. Also, nice Hitler speech, bro. Like, way to go, Star Wars. Could you have used any more cliched imagery right down to the Nazi salute by all the stormtroopers. Oh, I didn't know they were evil already. From that time, they killed an entire village. Way to drive the point home, J.J. Abrams. Yeah, I agree. I'm just saying. So, going back to the beginning of the movie, when they were actually building the characters, like I said earlier, Finn is probably my favorite character in the movie. I, I like... Poe Dameron's characterization, like I like his demeanor. Mm-hmm. There wasn't enough of him in the movie yeah. for me to, to to attach myself to in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Um, except that he's a really good pilot. Yeah. Um, but like Finn is is funny. He is he, in my opinion, in that specific film, mm-hmm. no one had more to lose. No one had more stake at stake than Finn mm-hmm. in that entire movie. He. First off, he escaped 
a oppressive regime which kidnapped him as a baby and then indoctrinated him into soldierhood. Which, by the way, if you're a soldier and you got indoctrinated since you were a baby and right off the bat you literally break free the most important prisoner that that organization has ever had, your indoctrination training probably needs to change, first order. That sucks. That's bad training. Well, you need to talk to... Uh... What was it? The Mecha Trooper Pharma? Phasma. Oh, Captain Phasma. Yeah, yeah Captain yeah. Nobody. That was the one thing in your review that you weren't too thrilled about, I remember. <laughs> yeah, she was, she was there. So <laughs> she doesn't matter. She was like, I love the First Order more than anything. Uh, oh, yeah, you want the shields now? Okay. <laughs> we get right on that for you. Shields are down. So anyway, Finn uh, did all those things, risked his life to break out the prisoner of the biggest bad guy, the most powerful bad guy in the entire First Order, and he then proceeded to have an adventure. He goes, he thinks about escaping the First Order, running away, and he comes back to fight them. Mm-hmm. Even though he's scared shitless. Yeah. He's the most heroic dude in that movie because, one, he has no powers. He has zero powers. Mm-hmm. He is a shitty lightsaber fighter, and he's a shitty gun user, too. Well, he's a stormtrooper, so. <laughs> well, yeah. And he's a janitor. And he's a janitor. Custodian. Excuse We need the, the great job. You need him. We need he's him. He's nobody. Right. Mm-hmm. And yet, my guess. He's the best character yes, in that movie. Sorry. Sorry, Daisy Ridley. I do, Ray. Like, I do like that, how they promoted it with him being like in the videos with the lightsaber. I like how they did that. Um, I assume he had some sort of fencing training, even though he got his butt kicked by that stormtrooper that sword fought him. Oh, yeah. He got his ass whooped. Yeah. Mm. Um, but no, he wasn't great. I like that. I kind of like that he was like bad. Yeah, he was just a scared dude trying to yeah. do the right thing, and I really enjoyed. Like, I did like that, that is unlike any any Star Wars black guy in a movie. He lived though. I mean, he could have died at the end. He was in bed. He was sleeping. He could not. He could not. Might not have pulled out. But I think he'll be okay. I'm. I'm just saying. Like, I cannot recall a Star Wars character that is like Finn. Mm-hmm. At any point yeah. that I can remember, the last black stormtrooper was in like... Spaceballs, and he yelled out, "Ain't found shit." So, <laughs> oh, yeah. Take him where you can get him. Oh yeah, when they literally combed the desert. Yes, yes. great movie, great movie. So, uh, yeah, no, and then like his relationship with Ray, the way it develops, it was was really well done. Mm. Where okay, I one thing I I will say I do not understand very well is this dude gets to first of all. Did he find that one, the one town in the desert planet, the ones he just happened to walk in the right direction <laughs> to find the town? Well, I mean, for <laughs> that's a good explanation yeah. for literally it's everything. Force. That's not how the force. force works. <laughs> <laughs> the force. I mean, uh, yeah, so, I'm to, uh, yeah, <laughs> but he gets to the town, and one of the first things he sees is Ray being assaulted, and he's a dude that just wants to go unnoticed. I thought. Like, I get that there's BB-8 and whatnot, but it wasn't BB-8 that he's, he saw her getting assaulted, and he thought he would help. And I'm like, didn't you just escape, like, a Imperial ship, no. and you wanted to get away, and you're not exactly a fighter, and the first thing you do is want to go try and fight some thugs, yeah. bro? Okay, but whatever, you're there trying to do the right thing. You're a good guy. Three Star Wars novels. Good guy Finn. That take, that discuss his life before the movie. Oh, there are. There's one for him, one for Ray, and one for Poe. Po. Yeah. Oh, cool. All oh. that extra merchandise I have <laughs> yeah, to purchase to get actually, the whole story. It's actually compiled in one book, actually. Is it into one? Okay, yeah, yeah so you have a story. Do you, you have it? 
Not yet. No. A lot of this stuff is young adult stuff, so I was avoiding it. So, like, the way they were marketing it, so, like, Lost Stars, which Victor has here, is a young adult novel that actually specifically details Battle of Jakku, unlike Battlefront, where you just play it, you have no idea what's happening. Hmm. I was I avoided it because it said young adults, but from what I was reading in reviews today, um, it's actually a really good book, mm-hmm. and people were saying it, they should have marketed that one over the other um, Aftermath. Yeah. So I will be reading it myself. Um I'll yeah. just get the details from you. Yeah, yeah you yeah. got it. No, go ahead, Vic. Yeah, I, I was gonna say with uh, with Finn, and I and I agree with absolutely everything that you say, Iris. Like he he was he was I'll say like tied with Ray as my favorite character. I say like my slightly my favorite character. Mm-hmm. Ray's a very close second. Um, I, I, love, I love the fact that Finn was so earnest that like like he wasn't exactly like the best gunman because he is a stormtrooper, and he wasn't exactly great at melee, but he had heart. Yeah. And that he that he tried his best to do the right thing against all odds, even though he had that one moment of weakness where he literally was almost about to run away from the battle until the Star Killer did his thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I will say uh, I with speaking with with Finn and Ray, I absolutely loved their chemistry. Like there was not one false note between both characters. Like yeah. like when they first meet, like the rapport is right like right mm-hmm. there. Especially love how how he uh, how he improvised like where. Where BB-8 assaulted him because he thought that because he was wearing Poe Dameron's jacket. Oh yeah, yeah. And he goes, uh, then when, when he tells when he tells uh, when Ray asks him, "Are you part of the resistance?" and he goes, "Obviously." Yeah. And then when he keeps when he keeps explaining when he keeps trying to tell her, "I am the resist, I am part of the resistance." Like he's trying to convince himself that it's <laughs> the truth. This is what like, we look like. Yeah. I mean, some of us do. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I, I, I guess. Yeah, I am the resistance. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I and um, yeah, I also. I was also there was, there was also one one shocking moment too where um, where where he's where he's wielding the lightsaber uh, and, and then some stormtrooper comes out of nowhere and calls him traitor. Then the then a stormtrooper wheels out like this electric baton and I'm like, since when do stormtroopers undergo melee training? I've never yeah, seen this in. Yeah, no. in we and Maurice oh. have discussed some yeah. issues we had with but, with some but, of the Star Wars tropes. Yeah, but, they... But I guess that the took liberties with yeah. But I guess that the, the Force Awakens. I guess I, I guess you know the first the first order. I guess mm-hmm. they you know kind of expanded on that. Yeah, in case a guy comes at you with a lightsaber. Now, in again, expanding universe stuff is long gone. But there were mm-hmm. vibro vibro blades. There were things that could. Mm-hmm. And there was actually not. No, it's in the Clone Wars cartoon, so it's real. So it's it's, it's okay. Yeah. There are swords that can connect because in the Clone Wars cartoon, there's Mandalorians that have. Remember in the Old Republic, they had yeah, them but swords. that's unofficial yeah. now. Gotcha. But Clone Wars cartoon because it was George Lucas. Mm-hmm. You can do it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 also too, uh, g- going back to the beginning with 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 Faye and Rin, like like mm-hmm. Ray and Finn, I absolutely loved the reveal of the Millennium Falcon mm-hmm. when they're escaping, and then they said, "Oh, we have to take this ship," and then it blows up. It goes. Well, what about that ship? Well, no, that ship's garbage. And then when when they're when the original ship that they were going to take blows, it goes. Well, the garbage will do. Then the camera pans over to the Millennium Falcon. When I saw that, the, my the whole the whole audience I was with in the first game, we all applauded. Yeah, I was like, true. that's that's a great reveal right there. And the Millennium Falcon does look like a piece of shit. But it's still wasn't flies. it a piece of shit anyways? Like, oh yeah, it, yeah, it's, it's kind of like yeah, like oh, a yeah absolutely. Thing. What if, yeah. Uh, Luke when he first sees it says, "What a piece of junk." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Literally what he says. <laughs> oh yeah, but uh, but I, I absolutely I absolutely love that the whole mm-hmm. escape sequence, especially the one part where. Where where Ray cuts off all the power and the Falcon does a dead drop, so mm-hmm. so oh, Finn yeah. can line his the cannon up with the Tie Fighter and bless yeah, this guy. Yeah, yeah. That was bad. Those dog fights were legit. Yeah, all the dog fights were legit. How convenient was it that after losing his ship for twelve years, Han Solo just shows up literally two minutes after they fight <laughs> it? <laughs> well, oh hey Chewie, remember that Falcon well, we lost twelve years ago? <laughs> yeah. 
We're home. Oh, hey, oh. it's right there, just floating right by the window. Well, he did say that they had scan. They were they had their scanners active. They were scanning like a wrong part of the system or something, but they just <laughs> happened to be there. But when when Han Solo and Chewie walked in on Falcon, I was like, yes, yes, get it. <laughs> uh, and then then when when uh, Han Solo said that, you know, tell tell what's his face, whoever took my ship, that that Han Solo took back the Millennium Falcon for good. I'm like, fucking ain't right. Yes. Can you really? For good. What's up? What's up? Oh, for good, though. Oh, no. <laughs> we'll get to that code word. Yeah. All right. So my main problem with everything, and this is everything that we talked about earlier, Eris, um, with not the film itself, but... So when George Lucas was doing all the movies, and I love Star Wars, I've read ton, dozens of Star Wars books, played dozens of video games, done every, like, every which way. I enjoy the prequels more than others because I feel like the structure around them was sound. The directing was not... The story I thought was really good, um, but obviously there was better. You could they it was not executed well. Oh, that's that's putting it mildly. <laughs> yes, in my opinion, um, or cast well, or directed well, or just it just it was weird. I think it was kind of like Eric Singer, like he just his vision just caught got too far ahead of him. Yeah. I mean, thankfully, you know, his companies did a lot of great stuff with special effects, and he worked on Jurassic Park, and you know, builds all blah 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 blah. blah. So thank you for that, but. Uh, but when George Lucas was doing the movies, when the Expanded Universe stuff was coming out, he said, you work around me. My movies are my movies. When you do stuff in the Expanded Universe, you have to do your thing, or my thing. You have to follow what I do. Yeah. You, you can't just he, make He kept stuff. it cohesive. Yes. So he's, and he said, if, if I say, there was Wookiee Jedi, and George, George Lucas is like, there can't be Wookiee Jedi. They're like, okay. So they just got rid of them. They're gone. So it was like his thing. And he's like, I don't even pretend that stuff doesn't exist. I just make the movies. When these new guys are making the movies, Disney is saying, we have a new universe now. And you need to make sure that everything matches up with our new universe, be it books, whatever games, Battlefront, it all has to match up. And I feel like they keep, you can't just go in and make a movie, three movies. You have to go and make a movie, but also be mindful of this, this, and that. Yeah. Whereas George Lucas just go in and make a movie, they like, okay, this is it. I don't have to focus on a book that's hair. That has that tell that I don't have to worry about where the fuck did that lightsaber? Oh, why is it in that box in the bait? How the fuck did that get there? Uh, it's just there. Okay. <laughs> the force. Uh, yeah. Kylo Ren, you're evil now. When did the, how, none of your what are the what are the Knights of Ren? I don't know. You'll ultimately you'll read a book. He's about the it captain. Later. Yeah. <laughs> but there's no other ones in the entire movie. <laughs> right. Oh. We'll explain it later or earlier. It just there's a lot of stuff where it's just holes where it's just like okay. okay. Wait, well, so Kylo is like part Jedi, part Darth Sith? Is it no, he's not a Sith. It's not a, it's not a race. It's just uh, you choose. It's, it's, yeah. There used to be a, a Sith race. Well, again, I don't even know what the hell's real anymore, but there was a Sith race. Um, but, yeah, now, so he... I don't think he's a Sith. It's a, what, it's a philosophy? Yeah. yeah. you call it a philosophy? He yeah. can go by Darth, so he ain't no Sith. Right, he's definitely not that. Um, but Neither did Snoke, who was the worst character in the movie, by the way. I hate his name. <laughs> we'll get, he's we'll get bored of him. Um, but I just feel like Disney, it, they're just, they, they, and I get why they're doing it. I get it. Mm. I just don't like it. I'm with you. Yeah. There's, yeah. They took certain liberties that I did not appreciate right. with yes. certain things in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, like what? Well, <laughs> so I watched the original Star Wars last night, and this thought crossed my mind. I didn't really go into it too much until Eris actually brought it up today, mm-hmm. um, but there's a scene where he tortures Darth Vader, tortures Princess Leia for information, mm-hmm. because he, that's the only way you can get information out of people. Keyword, tortures. Mm-hmm. With a blunt instrument, well not blunt, excuse me, mm-hmm. sharp instrument, a physical instrument, 
And then in this movie, and you mentioned earlier not seeing it in Star Wars movie before, Kylo Ren uses the Force to read brains. To read, brains. <laughs> to read minds. Yeah. He's a mind reader. Mm-hmm. There's never been a mind reader. How is that? Mm-hmm. That's not. That's a huge thing. That's never been a thing ever. If Darth Vader just did that, the Princess Leia in Episode Four, the Death Star would Wait, still be around. Was Darth Vader the most powerful Force user in the entire galaxy? <laughs> oh, oh you don't say! <laughs> By default, because he killed Wait, off most of the Jedi. Was Luke yes. the most powerful Force user in the entire galaxy? Yes. Oh, you don't say! Did they read brains? Not did they walk into the brain library and check out a brain to read? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe just some. Kylo of... Ren can, and he's half trained. That's true. I didn't. See, I call bullshit on that, J.J. Abrams. Mm. See, I didn't mind that at all. Because, you know, I don't think that there should be, like, a completely slavish devotion to, you know, the, the previous films in terms of, like, what the Jedi and Sith can and can't do. I, I like the fact that there's a, there's a, it's a, there's a natural ex- extension of the powers. I want to say that all, all Jedi or all Sith or all in-betweens are capable of reading minds. Some are. Maybe, maybe he discovered that. I mean, for example... If you look at the prequel trilogy, and I can't believe I'm using citing this as an example, uh, Darth right. Darth Plagueis, who was uh, the the Emperor's uh, Palpatine's uh, mentor, mm-hmm. was able to create life by those god awful midi chlorians. Sure, because he was like a hundred million years old and had worked on it his entire life. So, he wasn't yeah. twenty years old. Yeah, so he wasn't a half trained, <laughs> maybe Sith Jedi guy. So yeah, so, that's so, my so, so if Kylo Ren was a bit older and fully trained, it's perfectly okay for him to read minds. If he was ancient, an ancient creature. I don't know. If he had trained Maybe. at it. But they don't even, like, explain it very well either. Like, they, they just do not. Like, I... That when the original torture scene took place of Poe Dameron, mm-hmm. and he's doing the whole... Like, I thought he was just, like, force-choking that bitch. Yeah, I thought he was And I thought that yeah. Poe Dameron was a cupcaking little bitch. And he <laughs> gave up the info. But later on... <laughs> Much later in the film, we find we find out because he is reading Ray's brain that oh no, Poe Dameron is in fact not a cupcake little bitch. He just got his mind read, and that's how he got the information. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, first off, what the fuck? Since when can can force users read minds? And two, why why was that so terribly introduced in the first place? Like I, I really had a problem with that. I'm trying to think it could have been more of an emotional thing because in Return of the Jedi, Darth Vader realizes about Leia mm-hmm. when he's talking to Luke. But I think because Luke, Luke was like, Oh shit, my Leia, Leia, Leia is like, Oh, your sister. And Luke fucking powers up and fucks him up. <laughs> which is also my favorite part of the entire the entire Everything, the entire Kiss everything. Your sister, man. Yeah, not, not, not the kissing a sister, Crawberg. Get out of here. <laughs> when he just, you know, hulks up and beats shit out of Vader. <laughs> um, but it could have been a emotional thing where they're like pushing it out. But it seems like to me, Poe Dameron, he just yanked it out of his head. Yeah. And I feel like if you have a set order of way things are, and George Lucas, I don't care who what you say, how much you hate him, he is Star Wars. He is the Godfather of Star Wars, and if he says it, it's the fucking way it goes. I agree with that. And I know now he has like no more saying all this stuff, so I get that. Like, I've, I've, I've let that go. I thought he was a creative like, consultant or something. They, they say that, but that's not... He had zero to do with this. Yeah, because he, he gave so, him his script treatments and they just kind of tossed him out because they want to build a whole thing around it. And with his stuff, he just wants to do movies. So, see, I can understand where you're like, if you want to accept that, that's fine. And obviously, we have to accept that we have no fucking choice. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, Victor's way more accepting of this whole thing than we are. And his reason is, oh, why should we, you know, what you said. But in my opinion, that's a slippery slope because then there's no rules. And, like, I, I, I've mentioned in the past in this very podcast, 
I like when there are set rules for magical powers or MacGuffins because mm -hmm. then what's to stop you from just introducing, you know, whatever the fuck else who's got a better power than that guy because mm -hmm. there's no fucking rules to being a Jedi or a Sith, okay? Awesome. Right. So that, it's a slipper to me. Yeah. It's a slippery slope, mm -hmm. and that's why I have a hard time in all the established canon. And there is a lot of established mythology to go back from. And if there wasn't, and like if this was just you know Star d d d Battle and not Star Wars, <laughs> I'd be like, oh fuck it, that guy can read minds. Cool. Yeah. I can but also, there's a lot of stuff to pull from where the first thing that jumped to my mind is like, what the fuck? That that doesn't happen. Yeah, and with. I can see if he was an older gentleman or an older Sith and he like developed something or studied olds and that could be the case too with with Snoke with we're gonna we're about to get there <laughs> with like no. he because he was a half trained guy or whatever he was with with Luke mm. Luke definitely didn't teach him that stuff mm. but then you find out he did stuff with Snoke mm. who who the fuck is that who's Snoke yeah the, the film doesn't explain at all but um before we get into Snoke I will say that like with uh with with the previous films like we've only seen a limited like, like limited, um, limit, limited, uh, I guess a scope of like what the dark side can actually do. I mean, like, like the biggest thing sounds like force choking and maybe force lightning, but I think that with with reading minds, I think that maybe that could be an ability that only certain force users, especially ones who are more leaning toward the dark side, could actually do. Maybe a like select few. Maybe Kylo Ren just uh, maybe that's something that he he learned, and maybe Luke was took umbrage against that. Maybe, again, again, we don't know. This is all just speculation. Yeah, because I mean, it's it's but, like in a lot of this, a lot of people said. I continue. Go but but but, but again, but, we have but, no but choice say, but to accept it. Right. Now. But but I but I will say that you know um, I don't think that it's a slippery slope per se. I think that th I think that there are hard and fast ground rules as to how far they can go. I mean, I mean, I wouldn't say that the the, the all of a sudden they're going to give all the Jedi and Sith like superpowers like like the mm. like in the MCU. I wouldn't say they'll, they'll go that far. But I'll say that maybe you can. You, He's got Professor X's power already. Yeah, <laughs> but but I'll, but, I'll, but I'll say that but I'll say that they can they can kind of you know. They can kind of like expand expand the scope of their powers a little bit, maybe for certain characters. I, yes. I wouldn't say that you know this is just a, a slippery slope that will lead to all like these you know nonsensical changes. I mean, oh, I, I think yeah. it's just I think, I, think, I think it's a little a little nitpicky, but I see what you're saying. I don't remember Darth Vader also freezing lasers in midair. That was cool. That was that was, really, that that was, was really cool. That, that was, was cool. cool. But I accepted that because it is a derivative of a thing that we've already. It was shown that it's a thing that can be you done in that universe. Hand. You know what I mean? Yeah. You block it with sand. Like you know, they usually just swat it out of the air with no. the lightsaber. No. But he's like, Nah, son. That was cool. Fuck, I just your little. Then he blew up the thing like right after. Yeah, that, that was, was pretty dope. dope. And, that was uh, dope. When you have George, so George Lucas said, and this is he said this that Darth Vader, before he got blown up, was twice as powerful as Vader. And Anakin if, Skywalker, you mean? Yeah, yeah. But he, I mean, he was Darth Vader for a time. He went yeah. for like thirty seconds, yeah. and then he got blown up. Because um, so Obi Wan was totally like way more powerful than his. Ass. No, he just they knew each other intimately. And yes, but <laughs> the Clone War, the Clone. If you want to look, if you have very good Anakin in, in um, Obi Wan Clone Wars cartoon, it's on Netflix. That's where you want to see it. But I do agree with you, Vic, that the prequels they did not really develop that relationship very much because mostly them just bickering like mm. jerks. Yeah. Um, kick, kick. But he, if, if he could, just, if he just read Princess Leia's mind, oh yeah, totally easy. easy there'd be easy. there'd be two Death Stars and a Star Killer base right now. <laughs> <laughs> it would be yeah, that, that 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 plot device. I'm I mean, not if they explained it, if they explained of. it like, oh, he's doing, he's taking, he he did find a holocron, or he has something. I get it, but you, you just toss it in there and be like, oh, I can read minds now. I'm like, oh fuck. Right. <laughs> oh, you mentioned. No. 
Ben, ben, if you have another thought on this, because I want, I want to sort of curve the conversation yeah, back to something else. Yeah, that's, that's that's what I was trying to do, actually. Um, like you guys mentioned uh, Supreme Leader Snoke. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I wasn't completely... I was I was mostly indifferent towards the character. I'm like, oh, it's another Emperor. And it's like, mm-hmm. and then when I first saw him on screen, I'm like, oh, shit. Is is he a Titan? Is he actually twenty foot tall? <laughs> twenty feet tall? But then it's like, oh, it's a it's a really, it's a yeah. it's a really elaborate hologram yeah. because it didn't it didn't flicker unless yeah. it got up close. Right. But um, but I think with 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 Snoke, I'm very interested in learning more about that character because that's a, played by Andy, Andy Serkis. I think mm-hmm. we'll get a lot more from him in episode eight and and nine. Um, all the, all these all these criticisms saying that oh Snoke sucks he's a horrible character. It's like well he didn't do anything. Let's wait until let's wait and see where his where his character goes. Well, yeah, he. It I so I don't have much to say. For very reason though, that's yeah. exactly why he sucked. Hey, let's introduce his big bad. Like the first thing I thought of when I like let, let's talk about Snoke. I wanted to actually curve the conversation back to Kylo Ren because I really do think he's an interesting character, and I feel like we've Absolutely. just done a shitty job of I like talking his about him. Like under the yeah, like it wasn't dark. It wasn't like Darth Vader, but it was like similar to it. Yeah, but yeah it still had that evil. Yeah, I liked his obsession where he's like. It's like when you see a cool kid in school, you dress like him. So you talk like him. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I like it. Yeah, and he's talking with the, the with the melted, yeah. with the burn melted, Darth Vader yeah. mask. Like, mm-hmm. I just really want to know what him and him and Snoke's relationship is, because like you're, well, talk, you're talking to like Luke, you didn't agree. And yeah, you didn't Mr. believe Luke when he was like, "Oh, he turned good. He's your uncle." But you listen to that tall, twenty foot guy. Yeah, whatever. No, no, I meant Luke was his uncle. Oh, okay, sorry. But he, like, totally disregarded, even though he probably knew him growing up in his entire life, and all of a sudden the Snoke character just shows up out of nowhere. Yeah. Would you want to learn more about him? But my biggest thing, and I think I like about having this podcast, is I can always say, I talked about this on previous episodes. (laughs) (laughs) And I've talked about this. I do not like when you go see a movie and you say, oh, we'll get to that in the next one. Yeah. We'll talk about the next yeah, one. Yeah, I'm not like, a fan Terminator of Terminator stuff. I don't, that's a big thing I'm not a big fan of at all. I know with Star Wars, like, they're building something around it. It's I just get, I have to get over that hump because it's not going to be single. But when I watched uh, the original last night, it was it stood alone. It stood alone all by itself. Yeah, that's a that movie, movie that can stand on its own for sure. Did not. So, I, I know that, you know, I, I am nitpicky. I will admit that. But in this instance, I feel like I can pick nits and I have specific examples where I can go back and say this is like I'm a casual I, Star Wars fan, but I know my fucking Star Wars. Right. I know my but Star Wars. But I also want to hear Carl Bird's thoughts on these because you know, absolutely. as a so super me, duper casual Star Wars fan, <laughs> I'm curious. Me, so the thing that I hated about Snoke is that who the fuck is Snoke? Like that that, yeah, that that's can. specifically what I hated about that character because he comes out of nowhere and obviously for him to be uh, Kylo Ren's master who is obviously a really powerful force user obviously he must be very very strong to me that tells me that if you tell me okay he's a Sith master I call bullshit on that because it has been a long established fact that the Sith hold true to a rule of two. Mm-hmm. There has been Darth Plagueis and Darth fucking Emperor. Palpatine. Palpatine. Sidious. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Darth Sidious. Darth Sidious and Darth Maul. Darth Sidious and Darth Old Guy. Tyrannus. Tyrannus. <laughs> then Darth Sidious and Darth Vader. Those two motherfuckers died at the same time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nobody had a chance to establish another apprentice. Mm. So where the fuck does this guy come from? Has he just been hiding in the wings? Was the Emperor training a secret third apprentice against all the fucking rules of the Sith? Fortunately, three, bro. Sorry, bro. <laughs> Sorry. Rule of two. Mm. Rule of two, J.J. Abrams. But I don't I think, know if he's a Sith. I don't, yeah, that's the thing. I don't think he's a Sith. Uh, <laughs> and, and, 
and I, and I and I really and to be honest, I hope that he's not. Because and, and if they kind of if, if they tie Snoke back to like being a the Emperor's secret apprentice, that would be extremely contrived. I would not like that at all. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I don't think he's gonna be the guy from uh, those games. Those games I, I cool. hope it's not. But it's mm-hmm. like okay, if he's oh. not a Sith, so he's just like I'm the supreme leader. I'm not a Sith. I'm just another really powerful dark side of the Force. Mm-hmm. Yeah. we're not Sith though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The one interesting theory that I've that that I've heard. Some fans throw out there is that he is in fact Darth Plagueis. Yeah, I've heard and about he that kept too. himself alive. And, and would, that would be cool. I, I would be fucking down for I'd that. I'd be okay with that because that guy's power is like it wasn't he able to cheat death for like a wicked, yeah. wicked, wicked, wicked long time? Yeah, through yes. the Force. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes, and he could control midichlorians. Okay. And the rumor—I don't know if this has ever been confirmed. I know uh, Victor does not like this, mm-hmm. but he that he created Anakin Skywalker. What? Because, implied. Implied, yeah, because a rumor implied because he did not have a father. Oh, that's right. Didn't it? He was, was immaculately conceptive. Like, oh, yeah, totally. Jesus, baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I, okay. Jesus. I totally forgot about so that. So maybe he knew things about, I don't know, but it's, it's fun to speculate, yeah. but maybe he knew things about Anakin Skywalker slash Darth Vader that he could talk to Kylo Ren about. Yeah, I don't know. That's what I think. I, I, I feel like that's the only way you could do it. Because mm-hmm. if it's just some random guy who's just... Where were you during all the entire other movies? Yeah. No, I was in the Outer Rim, bro. Right. Outer Rimming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was backpacking across I mean, the Outer Rim. <laughs> hilariously enough, in the expanded universe, there is a Darth that actually does that. He does exactly that. And exactly like 300 years after the movies. That's Darth fantastic. Crate. So, Carl, Carl, g- give us some of your spoilery oh, stuff we're saying. Are you just like, I don't know the fuck? Because you're probably like 99% of the population that's watching these movies. You're probably just like, oh, I thought it was a pretty cool movie. It was good. Yeah, that was it. But, yeah. um, I don't know, it did leave me with like some questions because like, you know, like I had mentioned before, I'm not a big Star Wars geek. But, um, when we left the theater, we was kind of having discussion of like, okay, like what was, um, Ray's relationship mm-hmm. to everybody. Like, you gotta wait for the next movie. Yeah. No way. You gotta wait for the next book. <laughs> right. Then the next comic book. <laughs> then the web series. Then the TV show. Yeah. Then the next movie. That's where y'all come in and just <laughs> tell me. Hold on. He forgot the video game. Oh, I apologize. <laughs> the Ray video game, right? Which is published when... by Electronic Arts. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, so that's when y'all come to play. Y'all do all that work and just uh, say, hey, she's. So and so. So yeah, we was kind of like having discussions like, hey, maybe she's like Obi-Wan's like secret granddaughter mm-hmm. that nobody knew about or maybe she's like related like to this Ray, one. Ray one Kenobi? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's possible. I mean, anything's possible. So we was like, you know, we was just like basically asking, asking like all the questions like, okay, maybe Finn's probably going to be like the next Han Solo since Han Solo got. No, that's Poe Dameron. That's pretty well established yeah. in that movie. Oh, okay. Because yeah. he's a pilot. Because he's like a super pilot. Yeah, yeah but... He is Han Solo. Yeah, and he's charismatic. And Rey is Luke. Finn yeah. is no archetype. Like, that's what I love yeah. about Finn. He's in the... Yeah, yeah he actually... He is... He really that's is... What, and that was like my, all my questions. That was basically like, okay, so who would be who? Who would be... Hmm. Like, I would say yeah. Poe is Han, Rey is Luke, and Finn is... Finn. Finn. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Chewbacca? Yeah. No, he's no one's sidekick. No. Yeah, BB. God damn it, he might be right. They're kind of establishing <laughs> him as a sidekick, aren't they? Right, because because so. first Chewie injured uh, Kylo Ren, which was legit. I was so happy Chewbacca. I got love that Chewbacca's yeah. reaction to that. Yeah. Oh, 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 let's, oh, let's 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 talk about that. Let's yep. talk about. But that then Finn scene. injured him too. He is Chewbacca. Let, let's <laughs> let's talk about that scene. Um, 
The death of Han Solo. I refuse to accept. Yes, the I death refuse. of Han Solo. It's there, bro. Now this this was a scene that this was a scene that um that I saw coming from thirty miles away. Uh -huh. Especially the the scene where Han and where where Leia is trying to persuade Han to talk to talk to their son Ben Solo. Mm -hmm. It's like she's sending him to his death. And I'm thinking, but and then and then this is a this is a well established rule in Star Wars. This is like an unspoken rule. If there's a precipice. Somebody is gonna fall in, <laughs> fall into it. That's just that's just the yeah. reality of the situation. I thought they did my boy Han Solo dirty. I will say this though, like when when he when 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 he saw when Han Solo sees Kylo Ren walking across the bridge when him and Chewie are, are setting up the charges, I'm thinking, don't do it, man. Just, just ignore him. Just ignore him. Just ignore him. But then I was thinking, but then when he calls him, he calls his name, Ben, and I'm like. Fuck! He he is walking to his death, and I'm, but but there was like a small part of me that that wanted to believe, wanted to believe that he may walk away unscathed. But I saw that precipice, and the way the and the way the whole the whole scene was shot. Oh hey, and catwalk it, with no handrails. Yep, yeah, catwalk, catwalk with no handrails. The wide shot of of Ray and Finn walking in in the, in the sunlight. Beaming down, beaming out where they where they stood, and I'm thinking, oh, he's gonna die. And I was going through like the seven stages of like death acceptance, and then and then like when also because there's a sixth shot by shot right. recreation of Obi Wan's death. Yeah, and then <laughs> good call. And then and then um then when uh when he's when he's when Han is trying he was talking to talking to Kylo Ren trying to get him you know trying to get him you know back to the light. And then it's when, a terrible job by him by the way. That's oh. a shitty job by Han. Well, what, he didn't really do very much. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, bro, why don't you just come back home? I know you were just complicit in the murder of billions and billions of people <laughs> when you just destroyed an entire <laughs> section of planetary system. <laughs> but hey, man, we worked it out. Yeah. It kind of, it, yeah, it, it was a. By the way, that was actually the. Um, that was actually what was spoiled for me. Okay. Oh, the Han Solo death? Yeah. Uh, Man, if somebody had fucking ruined that for me before that movie, they'd have gotten punched in the goddamn mouth. For real, I would have stabbed the fuck out of him. But, but, yo, no, like, I... Serious. <laughs> <laughs> but, but when I was it, like, damn, no. But then when, uh, when Kylo Ren's talking about how conflicted he was, and then and then Han's trying to get him to come home, and then when, when Kylo Ren stabs him in the in the heart, and he goes, thank you. Because cause it, cause it reminded me of, like, an earlier conversation that, that Kylo Ren had with Snoke, where... Where Kylo's talking about how conflicted he is, and then Snow says, "Well, well, um, well, your true test is coming up. You know, your your father's around." So then you kind of realize that Kylo Ren's conflicted about about completely embracing his dark side, and that that his own father was 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 the obstacle. Mm -hmm. And then that's when he said, "Thank you." It was so twisted. And then when he stabbed him in the heart, which I saw coming, I I cried. I really I sat there and I cried. Tears welled up in my eyes, and I'm like, oh. "You need to do some push-ups." <laughs> I, I I I couldn't breathe. I Oof. couldn't breathe, and then, uh, then when Han Solo, you know, fell into the precipice, and then Chewbacca had that guttural growl, like, Rawr! and then he shoots him, and then, cool. then he clips him right in, right in the sternum. Yeah. I was like, fuck this motherfucker, man. Yo, Chewbacca oh. didn't fucking cry. Chewbacca was a G. <laughs> Chewbacca was a fucking G. He yeah. took no, he that just cat and shot that he dude. Just, yeah. He just yelled. He just yelled. <laughs> He got he got him he got him clean. But but yo, I was yo, I was Chewbacca went straight into G mode, son. Yeah. <laughs> like, you kill my boy. <laughs> but yo, I was I, I was I was I even though I saw it coming, I was weeping. I was weeping. The tears just streamed on my face. But then when when you were weeping, I was yo, I was son. weeping. And then when then when they met Kylo Ren in the forest, Ray and Finn, and when they when they confronted him, I'm like, yo, get this motherfucker, man, gank this nigga. But, and I was like, yo, I was... Yo, you think you, think you could just fuck with Chewbacca's boys, son? Yeah. Right. Get away with it? Nah! Nah! That's not how things work around nah. here. Also, I just want to just... Uh, shut the 
point out another inconsistency that I didn't even like. Honestly, I read this online. I'm not even gonna take credit for this one because I didn't even think about it mm -hmm. until I, I read it online. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> as soon as the Millennium Falcon, which flies low by the way, mm -hmm. <laughs> crash lands on the planet, we get a cut to Kylo Ren walking around Starkiller base, you know, fucking bossing it up this with some stormtroopers, and he just turns around all dramatically. Bum, bum, bum. Solo. He felt solo. Mm -hmm. He knew he was there. Yeah. He goes to the place. Goes to the place. Whoop! There we go. This is the place where Solo is. Han Solo and Chewie are literally feet away from him. Mm -hmm. He can't feel shit. <laughs> he literally walks away, turns around in the opposite direction of where Han Solo is and begins to walk. I, 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 read, <sighs> I read that scene differently. I think that he knew he was there and he just wanted him to walk to the catwalk because he knew he was going to come for him. So that's, that's, that's how, I, that's how that. I read it. I mean, the only thing I saw in that scene, I was... Nope, I, I saw a dude who felt the force of Han Solo and then just walked in the office. No, I think you're misreading it, Alex. I just but, think but you're just being, off, I, th man. I think you're being a little nitpicky. But, but oh, hey, that's well, definitely well, a nitpick. I guess that's not even mine. Like, I read that online and it pissed me off. I'm like, that's <laughs> fucking awful. I just think they had really bad security. Really bad security. Oh, yeah, the security's really bad. Yeah, circular basin's better security. Oh, oh here's a here's a security. here's a fun fact. You know you know in the scene where where Ray and, where Ray's captured and 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 Kylo Ren's kind of trying to use the his for, the force on her, mm -hmm. trying to read his mind read his mind, and then she pushes back with the force. Mm -hmm. That stormtrooper where, where she does the mind trick. You know who that was? Yeah, Bond. Yeah, that was Daniel. Craig. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was a pretty cool. Yeah, thing. I think there was cool. a lot of um. Yeah, celebrity cameos, cameos yeah. that were cameos. The Asian dudes on Han Solo's uh, ship. Eco Oasis and the other guy from the raid. They were the raid guys, yeah. Yep. Which is pretty cool. I'm, yeah. I'm mad that we didn't get to see them do some raid stuff in there. <laughs> that would have been, yeah, been pretty dope, though. Mm. But that, whatever, that was a cool cameo. I, I, yeah. I thought that was cool. Yeah, Daniel um, Craig, Michael Giagaccio, let me, Chino, I don't know, I read his name wrong. Yeah, he's you, a you guys, both of you guys, let me get your perspective first, Maurice. Uh, did you have a problem with the fact that Ray had literally, mm -hmm. and I'm using that word in the truest sense of it, mm -hmm. literally had zero force training, yet she, by herself, figured out how to give mind control commands to a stormtrooper to get free out of her predicament? And in the end, it went toe-to-toe -to -toe with a Luke Skywalker-trained uh, Force user and beat him. Did you? Because I had issues with that. Hmm. Well. And the final thing, not so much. Because I'm like, okay, you remember the thing you said? You were like, oh, your sister, whatever. She just saw that dude, like, straight up murk her probably best friend at that point in Finn. Because mm -hmm. she had no friends back on Jakku. She was a lonely loser. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she was definitely using some sort <laughs> so of So I'm like, adrenaline, emotion. whatever. That's yeah. cool. But the whole Stormtrooper thing, that bothered the hell out of me. I mean, again, it's just like, okay, what's her whole story? She was left behind. Was she? Because there's the other, again, theories. Yeah, theories. Already theories of like who she could be, stuff like mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. I mean, Luke had very little to no training. Um, come Empire, he literally had zero because he hadn't met Yoda yet. You know, you know, he hung out with Obi-Wan and stuff. Yeah, but did he have a huge fight with somebody that he, he won at that point? Yeah, he win. He fought Vader and got his dick kicked in. Right. And then his hand cut off. That makes more sense. Yeah, no, no, it? no, yeah, I get that. But also, I mean, that they did imply heavily that 
Adam Driver or Kylo Ren was injured. He did get shot by Chewbacca. Yeah. Well, again, that's I've never not seen, even I've my main issue. I've never, I've never seen a blaster bolt hit and not kill. So he must have been really fucked up. I do like little punches. I don't know that that bowcaster was like blowing up multiple. Yeah, it's like Hustle. Have you never used it before? You guys have been hanging out for like eighty years. <laughs> that <shit> was crazy. <laughs> you never used it. It's like I really like this thing. Like. <laughs> that was pretty funny, bro. Really? Um, I uh, yeah the the yeah because like heavily implied by the na- the title too like awakens. I get yeah yeah, but she had zero training. Like my thing is not that it awakened. Mm. It's that she had zero training and she figured out what I thought was one of the most advanced. Force user abilities, because it wasn't Luke Skywalker who told those dudes these are not the droids you're yeah. looking for. That was fucking Obi Wan. Right. That's the G. That's the OG. Well, was the, the first force. one like he saw. I mean, <sighs> it didn't really bother me that much. And, and that I don't want to like nitpicky kind of stuff. I can see it though. I can see where it's kind of like that. It was very convenient. Let's just yeah, say. Well, that. there's a lot of things in this movie yes. that just happen. They, Actually, they happen because it moves the plot forward. Yes, when the, when I feel like that happens an awful lot in this movie. When the yeah. when they were fighting and the ground opened up, I literally said out loud, "Well, that was convenient because <laughs> <laughs> it was." Um, it's so convenient. I was, I was. I mean, part of me was thinking like, "I'm like Kyle Ren, are you just, are you just like a little bitch." But I also think part of it, too, because he was so conflicted. Yeah. I think he's been held back. But again, I don't know how much training he's had. How long did he train with Luke? He was Luke's most powerful pupil, yeah, obviously. He, he, he made his own lightsaber, and you can tell it's kind of fucked, because it does, like, the, you know, looks... Yeah, it looks frayed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he yeah I really I really like that about that character, by the way. Going back to Kylo Ren, mm-hmm. I enjoyed the characterization where he was a, he was a complete loose cannon. Mm-hmm. Like, that guy did not have any control of his emotions, and, I, and by extension, I felt like he had no control of his abilities either, yeah. mm-hmm. where he was very powerful, but yeah. it was, like, not... His powers were everywhere. I think like in you the last can fight... Tell, oh, okay, sorry. Uh, I think in the last fight, payback on what you're saying, he was... Out, he was out of control. He was yeah. not controlling anything. Right. And I think Ray was super and he focused. Was hurt. Yeah, he was hurt. And Ray was super focused and just yeah. like zoned in and something happened with her. And expanding universe books, again, it's all on canon now. But at one point, Luke did fight Darth Vader before Empire Strikes Back in um, Splinter of a Mind's Eye. Fought Darth Vader. Was able to hold his own, but he was also... Obi-Wan helped him. His ghost, his ghost helped him. So mm-hmm. I get little things like that happen. Again, it's not real anymore, so I don't even know. I don't know. So, like, it was once a thing. Now I'm not so sure anymore. But I think he was that hurt him. And I think him killing Han helped bring the evil all the way in so we could focus more. But I think he was just all over the place. And that hurt him. And I agree. Like I said, that wasn't like that mm. wasn't overly egregious to me. The, the main thing for me was that, like, Stormtrooper scene. Where it yeah. was, one, con- a convenient plot device mm-hmm. and two like it she just magically figures out that she can tell a dude what to do with absolutely no training or the knowledge she can did do did you see anyone do that no nobody did Maybe that her stories her. she didn't know the force was a thing remember did she do anything forcing no i mean she the lightsaber thing happened what lightsaber thing when she found the lightsaber in the basement she had a vision okay now that that's that's a pretty yeah. cool fan theory by the way where mm-hmm. Um, what we think in the, in the movie makes you think, I feel like they, they, they make you think that the, the lightsaber just gives her visions of things that happened in the past, mm-hmm. um, uh, specifically pertaining to Luke. And a fan theory is, is basically saying that what that lightsaber shows her is it awakens her own memories. 
Therefore, if that's the case, that means that what she saw of the new Jedi Order getting destroyed by Kylo Ren was something that she lived. And that we then see the scene after that where she is abandoned on Jakku, mm -hmm. where we see the hand holding her. We don't know who it is that's keeping her. And yeah. we also see the ship flying away. Mm -hmm. And the theory is that it was Luke who left her there and wiped mm -hmm. her memories of her, or locked away her memories of her Jedi training. And she's the only survivor of his Jedi Order. Mm -hmm. Which, that would mean that she had some Jedi training and maybe that's what, but again... That and that's why that's waking up in her. But we have to wait for the next movie. <laughs> mm -hmm. But now, if Luke did something like but that, but that would make sense. If Luke did something like that, I'd believe it because he had like X amount of years training. He could figure out new things. Right. About the Force. That'd be mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. But I do. I do feel like this movie did set up future things. I'm super looking forward to Episode Eight. Like yes. a lot. And like mm -hmm. I, I've, I've said like things that bother me about the movie, like mm -hmm. weird holes. But I, I don't want people to think I did not like the movie. And no, I, I really I, enjoyed like, it. Like hate well. Star Wars now. I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Mm. I'm not a jaded Star Wars fan. Like I said, I enjoy the prequel more than other people. I'm still going to read everything that comes out, or at least stuff that I can get my hands on. I don't be able to think that. Mm. I still love Star Wars. Yeah. You could put a piece of shit in front of me, <laughs> put the name Star Wars in it, and I accept you know, it. Right. That's so very, right. That's so very very sad. <laughs> it is. Says the guy who owns every soundtrack <laughs> movie. I'll, I'll book. I'll be listening to that on Spotify. Mm. Well, uh, I, yeah, so I'm super... And I think they've set up a lot of great things. Mm -hmm. I just feel like the way they went about it in this movie, which is kind of like a beat-by-beat beat remake -ish. Of, of A New Hope. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, that, that didn't bother me because, mm -hmm. you know, you know, for example, I, I, I looked at this and I posted this on my Facebook. I, I looked at I look at this movie as uh, the Star Wars equivalent of Creed. which Because right. Creed was a very much beat-for-beat uh, beat re remix of the first Rocky film. Mm -hmm. But it did what it needed to do by move, and also moved the story forward. So I didn't, so I, I didn't, I didn't mind that at all. Yeah. And also what I like, what I liked about uh, uh, the, the Force Awakens too, it actually, it actually restores the wonder and majesty of the Force. Without, without, yeah. without getting to all that convoluted mumbo jumbo bullshit about midi chlorians. How? Oh well, this person has this person's midi chlorian level is over nine thousand. Uh, no, we're not we're not copywriting uh, Dragon Ball Z, so don't sue us, bro. <laughs> so you know, it's it's so they actually so it's like we you have a character like for example like Maz Kanata who's like a thousand year old mm -hmm. like uh, alien where she says that I'm no Jedi but I do know the Force mm -hmm. and I and I actually like the fact that she said that because even though it's a small line it shows that there are. That the force is that the force is a living thing that if you concentrate and if you do have training mm -hmm. you can actually master it or you could be a natural and kind of master certain things. If you think about it, that was the one piece of force training Ray got that entire movie. <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> one yeah. She said, but, "Hey, close your eyes, one of breathe my deep, feel the force," uh -huh. and she did. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> and also too, um, that also that also gives me hope for Finn because Finn he may have potential. Maybe he won't be on Ray's level as far as being an adept force user, but maybe he can. Maybe he can work his way around a lightsaber much better this time around for the next film. Maybe he can actually, you know, be another yeah, Jedi in training. That, that's one thing uh, that you Star Wars super nerds can clear up for me. Yeah. Uh, I don't recall if this is a thing or not, but are regular people just able to pick up a lightsaber and turn it on? Yeah. Okay. Yes. So this is a button? Yeah. All right, it's yeah. not a force thing? No. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Han Solo ripped that Tauntaun stomach over with the lightsaber. Oh, yeah. Sorry, it smells like your kid and he puts it in. <laughs> um, one of my favorite Star Wars expanding universe stories having to do with the Force and Jedi is Knights, Older, Knights of the Old Republic 2 Sith Lords. Oh. Actually, he had a really good story 
It was um, a mediocre game. Yes, it was. It was definitely came out. It yes. Um, it came out too early. It was rushed, and it was kind of unfinished. But the storyline with the light side, the dark side, it was really awesome. And it did what you said. Like there was like majesty behind it. It was wasn't cut and dry. It was really good. Yeah, so Darth, I did Darth like that Revan's part. Darth Revan's my boy. Yeah. I love Darth Revan. Yeah. Um, I accept the Darth Revan book over there. Nice. Um, I did uh, I did not like the midichlorian piece either. Uh, but I also think... Uh, it was like... It was a... What did they say? They said the word like three times in the prequels. It was dumb. It was dumb. I'm not going to defend that. But yeah, get the majesty back in it. Get that science crap out of here. That's mm-hmm. dumb. It's dumb. But I do like there being more powerful people in the Force. That makes more sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. Overall, I liked it. What did uh, just the final set piece battle on the Star Killer base? Star Killer base is stupid. I think that's that's a dumb thing. What the that, stu- that, yeah, just the base itself. It's yeah. dumb. I didn't like. We all agree it's weapons. dumb. I didn't like those. I didn't like the idea that those are, like, super weapons are awesome. Yeah, yeah. it's just so a really ginormous death star. Yeah, and like the yeah. I, 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 even do the <laughs> beat by beat remake thing or whatever it was, which yeah, it could be good. Well, I get I, it, but just don't do another freaking. I'm gonna go around. ahead and cite an article that I found that was Ooh. I found hilarious on HuffingtonPost.com. But I did love the dogfights so much. Yeah, all the dogfights were. In this no. movie, the the title of the article is 40 Unforgivable Plot Holes in Star Wars: The Force Awakens." Oh, great, a listicle. And it's very it, it's very funny, but uh, <laughs> although some of his things I didn't like, no, all some of them, them were dumb. dumb. But were some of them were, were genuinely funny, mm-hmm. and I'm just gonna read one off. To blow up the 100 kilometer, uh, kilometer Death Star in Star Wars, the Rebels needed detailed plans for the base and a full-scale invasion force, as well as the supernatural targeting skills of the most powerful force user in the galaxy. To destroy the exponentially larger and better protected, I'm going to go ahead and put that in quotes there, <laughs> Starkiller base in The Force Awakens, all that was needed was a janitor with no special skills, a few run-of-the-mill handheld explosives, a couple of not very difficult X-Wing blaster strikes, and some moxie. It also helped that the Millennium Falcon was able to fly low. <laughs> <laughs> Starkiller base is bullshit. <laughs> That was the part that really lost, like the, and, thing. the remake thing, like with Creed, like you said, it was it was good. It was good here too. Like I like pause. Yeah. I'm glad you said that. I just want to put it out there. Mm-hmm. Creed, yeah, better movie than Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Putting it out there, straight up. Uh, okay, yep. I'm not. I said it. <laughs> Creed, okay. better movie. Yeah, yeah. I've never judged people's like taste. Whatever. I don't care. People like what they like. Yeah, like better. Just whatever. Put it out there. Yeah, I just want to say it. Makes me feel better. Because <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't on the AFI list? Is that why? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but it was it was that last piece, like the, oh, there's a, like I, I smirked, like I kind of smirked myself and laughed when he put the map in uh, BB. It was like, oh, like I'm like, okay, this, I, right away I'm like, okay, they're just doing New Hope again. And I was like, that's cool. I, like, I get that. That's cool. Yeah. Um, although R2 being asleep forever and all of a sudden just magically waking up is kind of dumb. Oh, another convenient plot device. And <laughs> cool. I just, just kick him and wake him up. <laughs> um, but like even like when there was them standing around, especially after rewatching Star Wars last night, mm-hmm. like them standing around, the Star Killer base building up power, about to point at them, mm-hmm. <laughs> them at the last second blowing yeah. up the super base. I'm just yeah. like, oh. <laughs> Except the general or Grand Moff escaped this time. Mm-hmm. Hux. Yeah, Good boy. Yeah. Oh, and he. So, I guess he picked up Kylo Ren. Who was bleeding? We don't know. Who's bleeding? We have no idea. Somewhere. Last we saw him, his ass was bleeding out. Yeah. Oh, hey, did he tell Ooh. General Hux where he was going? 
No? Oh, cool, okay. okay. I'm sure he found him, though. <laughs> oh. He's got special Kylo Ren GPS. <laughs> yeah. I was like, going, going back to another character, and we haven't, we haven't talked about him yet. I absolutely loved BB-8. Oh yeah, me I, too. Absolutely, I absolutely love that. I love the fact that that the droid was a practical effect and not a CG ball. Mm-hmm. Um, and and he had and he had a practical practical use. Practical, yeah. you know. He's adorable. Yeah, that I, thing was cool. I don't get all the crazy love. Like, there's some people that are like, "Baby, that's my favorite droid in all of Star Wars." I'm like, why? <laughs> I was like, R two D two is way cooler. I love BB-8's design. Yeah, it is a, it's yeah, a really I like cool it. design. I oh, love yeah. his design. I like, I, I, they did a good, really good job with that. And I'm, I like that they can also introduce so new characters that are legit. The mm-hmm. fact that Finn was a janitor and he knew literally everything about the Starkiller base mm-hmm. was hilarious. You're like, I'm not even faulting the movie for that. That's so dumb. Mm-hmm. And it is hilarious. I will, however, call bullshit on the fact that Captain Phasma... Mm-hmm. Gave up the goods. She just gave up the goods. Well, She's supposed to be a lifetime indoctrinated super soldier of the First Order. They literally tackled her. She couldn't even put up a fight. And plus, she had two guns on her the whole time. Right. Should, should we post pointed a bullcaster at her they, head? They also could, had a blaster at her head? They didn't even have to threaten her very much. She didn't. She knew she, 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 she didn't she, resist. She knew she lost. She couldn't do anything. Not turn on the shields and die for your indoctrinated First Order. Hey. Turn off them shields. No, I'd rather die. They indoctrinated me when I was a baby, you see. <laughs> I've literally lived for this organization for my entire life. So, I would rather die. Nope. I'm just going to go ahead and turn these off. Hey, you're going to lose. You know that, right? Yeah. I'm going to turn these off, but I just want you to know. Right now, I want J- you to feel really, really bad about this because you're going to lose. J.J. Abrams' last two movies right now that he directed were Into Darkness which was a Wrath of Khan rehash, mm-hmm. and this, which is a New Hope rehash. So I'm curious what his next one's going to be, because he's yeah. not directing the next one. I know. I, I, and, I, and, I, and I, you know what, again, I've said this before on the show, I'm not a big, as big a J.J. Abrams fan as other people are. Mm-hmm. I like his work, but I'm very much more excited for the d- director of Looper. Did you yeah. like Cloverfield? Yeah, Ryan Johnson. Yeah, I did like Cloverfield. That's all right. I like Super 8. It's pretty good. Um, no. Hmm. Can I just say that, just going back to the final, you know, big shocking um, reveal or, you know, action when uh, Ben Solo kills his father, Han. Mm-hmm. One, I feel like that that movie, because I, I really, I felt that that movie dragged in places where the time could have been used in, in better ways now. I don't know if you will agree with me, but I felt like there wasn't enough time spent to establish an emotional core to the relationship yeah. between those two. Like, I feel like maybe um, just uh, just picking a place out of the movie, like it could have been anywhere in the movie itself where Han and him sort of meet before that final section to sort of establish mm-hmm. the father-son relationship because when he ends up killing him at the end, I'm just fucking pissed at Kylo Ren. I don't give a fuck about that dude at that point. Okay, it's a son. Great. The only thing that I had to go by is the fact that they said, oh, hey, your dad's Han Solo. Cool. Because oh, yeah, that was the only, scene. Was the only yeah. scene together. It was. Like, instead of Han Solo just letting, just seeing him and then turtling when he saw him uh, and the planet when he took Rey, confronted him there and maybe had some sort of interaction at that point mm-hmm. to sort of establish what kind of relationship they had, they had prior to, maybe, mm-hmm. that film would have been way better served by that, in my opinion. Hmm. I uh, thought if they just cut out, and tell me if this is stupid, I think if they just cut out Snoke being like, oh, he's your dad, 
because that was kind of weird. Yeah. And then him and Leia talking about it. They're just straight it. upset. Yeah, and him and Leia talking about it. I feel like if the scene of him yelling out his name was the first you realized, like, oh, shit, I think that's his kid. I feel like that would have been more powerful. It would have, yeah. It would have been kind of harder to yeah. be like, how come nobody said this the entire movie? That's <laughs> where I, we'd probably be saying that. Yeah. yeah. But... I'm I'm saying like I I don't have a problem with the way they introduced it. I just have a problem with the fact that they didn't build up that emotional core for us to mourn that what happened. Like I feel like and correct me if I'm wrong, we're all just fucking pissed that that dude killed Han Solo. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not pissed. I was actually glad it happened. I really was because you know it because with with uh, with Harrison Ford, he wanted Han Solo to die in Return of your the Jedi. Your brain wanted it to happen. Your heart did not. <laughs> well, okay, sure. I was mad that they killed my boy Han Solo. Right, I'm but, not going to say I wanted that shit to happen. Hell no. Well, I did, but um, not because and, and mind you, I love Han Solo, but yeah. but but Harrison Ford wanted him to die off in Return of the Jedi, yes. and the fact that uh, Harrison Ford actually reteamed with Lawrence Kasdan, who actually wanted the same thing, but George Lucas stepped in and said no. No, we're not killing off Han Solo. You mm. you cut that shit out. Mm. We have to sell merchandise. <laughs> yeah. So. So the fact that Lawrence Kasdan, for him, it was actually a more cathartic moment for him to actually write, give Harrison Ford what he wanted in the first place. Well, and honestly, probably what maybe should have happened in Jedi. But hey, I was I was glad it happened because like for the, for the sake of the story, because because yeah, because because for any for any good story, you know, there, there's that phrase, kill your darlings, mm-hmm. because if you keep a, if you keep a, if you keep a character just for the sake of fan service, it's gonna. It's going to make your whole story arc suffer. Case yeah. in point, Loki. Loki should have died in Thor The Dark World, but he's still alive. Mm-hmm. Because, well, because Disney loves money, and, also, and the fans don't know what they want. Kill off Loki. <laughs> no, in Lord of the Rings, the only person that died was Boromir. Honestly, yeah. I'm not, like, I, am, I don't like that they did my boy Han dirty and killed him. I don't like it, but I'm okay with him dying. I just don't like the way that they did it. Just because they should, like, I feel like it should have been a more powerful moment than just, oh, he died. Like, he, that dude just committed patricide, and that's not the thing that I'm focusing on. I'm like, that dude just killed Han Solo. Yeah. Fuck you, guy. Mm-hmm. But it's much more... Po- that He killed his dad. Yeah. Look, like, fucking Darth Vader never killed his dad. Well, he didn't have a dad. Right. He didn't <laughs> kill him. He didn't kill his mom. He didn't yeah. kill Obi-Wan. He fucking tried. But Obi-Wan's a G. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't let that shit happen. Mm. Or, uh, honestly, I thought that what he was going to do he was so conflicted or whatever when... Because the way they held, like, the lightsaber was really weird at the beginning. And I mm-hmm. felt like they had the cross guard part in between them. Mm-hmm. I thought he was going to commit suicide with him. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought that's where that was going originally. <laughs> and then he turned it and I'm like, no, sir! <laughs> the other thing that I will have a major problem with uh, in this movie is if they try to redeem Kylo Ren. Mm. I hope they flip that script. He's dead to me. Mm. He is literally dead to me. Like, I do Mm. not want Kylo Ren to be like, come back to the light side, Kylo. Like, I want that, I want that, that trilogy Mm. to have him turn so deep to the fucking dark side Mm. that he kills Snoke and takes over that motherfucker. Like, that's where I want it to go now. Like, I want that dude, you just killed your dad. Like, there's no lower depths you can go now. As a human being, like just fucking keep it going. That would be really interesting, though. Like in Episode Eight, like him and Snoke have like a dark side off, and then yeah. the Kylo Ren just decapitates his CG head and That's, takes over. I'm I'm done. That would be like, fucking. He great. killed Han. He killed his dad slash Han Solo. Mm-hmm. I'm done. There yeah. is no redeeming that guy. Like yeah. before that had like I knew where it was going. I I fucking knew it right away. Mm-hmm. And the 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 thing that I said to myself when that scene was playing out. 
is there is no coming back from this. Mm -hmm. If he kills Han Solo, his father, right here, mm -hmm. I'm done with this character. Yeah, they yeah. better not try to shove it down my yeah. throat that they're going to fucking redeem him and he's a sad tale. Yeah. And, Fuck that. And he you, made the choice. And you know what? That would be a really interesting concept for the Star Wars series. Like, where you're talking about how... Oh, if you're if you turn to the dark side, there's always room for redemption. There'll be a really daring choice for this series that there are some some people cannot be redeemed. Yep. Some people are just lost causes, no matter what That'd you do. That'd be really nice. That would be a very interesting and very adult concept for this series too. I um, because every, yeah, every Star Wars series or whatever expanding universe, they've always been redeemed, except for a certain someone who I will not say because I don't want to spoil things. Even though it's not canon anymore, I still think it might be things. Um, but um. That would be awesome. I would like. Here's the thing. I, I don't want to beat by beat. I don't want un, like an Empire Strikes Back kind of thing. I don't want them to do the mirror it again. I don't yeah. want them to mirror Return of the Jedi. Yeah. I right. want them to just do something different. Yeah. And I'll be. I will. And as a Star Wars fan, a true Drew Blue all down to the nitty gritty. I will support that fully if they just do something crazy. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. To me, that I'm character cannot be redeemed. Like right. we saw yeah. what he did. Yeah, like, yeah. The, yeah. The, no, no character has ever, to my recollection, done something that egregious in in the Star Wars universe by choice. Like that's that's his family. Yeah, like Luke, Luke didn't even Luke kill didn't Darth Vader. Kill Darth yeah. Vader. Right. He didn't do it. No. The freaking Force lightning fingers that the, <laughs> the Emperor did killed his ass. It wasn't Luke. Yep. Luke didn't want to do it. He offered his father freaking come come back, and he did. By the way, he mm -hmm. totally did. Yeah. Also, although Vader did awful things too. Oh, fucking horrible things! But he <laughs> but he got his comeuppance. Yes, yeah, he got, he got his. his. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. died. Yeah. Also, does this whole thing not shit on the fact that the entire last two trilogies built upon the fact that? Anakin Skywalker was the chosen one who would balance the Force. <laughs> That's why I'm they're not Sith, and they're just like wannabes. Mm. I, the Force is unbalanced, bro. <laughs> it doesn't matter that there's waking or back not. up. It's yeah, the Force. It's waking back up. It fell asleep. Oh, so it's balanced. Yeah, exactly. Look balanced. Mm. <laughs> exactly. I, do have, I do have a question. Right, so I'm looking at the Star Wars family tree. So I'm looking at that Princess Leia and Han Solo had three kids. That's, that's, that's the expanded, expanded universe. Yeah, that's, no, throw that out. That's not. Oh, okay, that's yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, Jaina, Jason, and um, Anakin are no yeah. longer canon. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, like that. That it it legit just throws that all out the yeah, window. Yeah. And, and that was the big thing about mm -hmm. both trilogies, by the way, mm -hmm. both of them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Anakin's fall, Anakin's redemption. Yes. Right. Oh, and and can I say like speaking of throwing things out, can you can I can I explain? Can I rejoice actually? How the Force Awakens only exposes exposes just how useless, how utterly useless the prequel trilogy really is. How so, Vic? Because like yeah. you, you can you can watch the original trilogy and the Force Awakens. You can completely ignore the prequels and ignore all the prequel related material like Clone Wars and get the and still get the 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 heart, the gist, the essence of the Star Wars saga. Darth Vader, he was he was a he was a good guy who turned evil. His son comes and redeems him. The end. You don't need to see the prequels at all. You don't need to see Clone Wars at all. You can just stick with the original trilogy and the Force Awakens and get the full story. But can you watch the Force Awakens and get the full story? Well, no. You need to, you, you need you to can watch... watch the original trilogy and get the full story. Yeah, yeah. You can you can watch the original trilogy and, and the Force Awakens, but you can ignore the prequels entirely. The prequel the prequels are fucking coasters at this point. I would not recommend ignoring the prequels. Yeah, I'm with that. I, 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 I do you're not think that the prequels are great cinema, but no, not me either. They're, they're like there's there's the no, execution. They have really cool lightsaber battles, people. Oh yeah, and about the lightsaber battles, they were freaking training their entire lives since babyhood. Of course, they're gonna be awesome at lightsaber battles. Those are the best parts. Of those Super movies. awesome. So cool. There's a Qui Gon Jinn and Obi Wan versus Darth Maul. 
Best lightsaber fight on the entire series. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Straight up. I waited for No, them. no, no. I was a really big fan of uh, episode three, Mustafar, with Obi-Wan and Anakin. I thought that was That was a good awesome. one, too. So I waited for that fight for a long, long time. Yeah. I, I, I liked it. Now, looking at it, it's just a bunch of flippity flips over lava. Well, yeah, because they're, they're, they knew each other intimately, people. <laughs> All right. Uh, final thoughts. Carl Bird. It's a good movie. I mean, I recommend y'all go see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. I mean, I wouldn't put it on my top. Five. Well, it's in my top five, but mm-hmm. probably won't be number. It will not. It's not number one. Creed's number one. That's my. We'll number save one. it. We'll save it for. We'll save uh, my we'll top do, yeah. five. No, spoiler alert. Creed's my number one. We'll do a year interview. Straight up, Creed mm-hmm. is my number yeah. one movie of the year. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. I'm really looking forward to episode eight. Um, clearly I had my issues with some of the continuity problems or what I felt was continuity problems, which I have a lot of Star Wars based evidence to back up. Uh, but overall it was a really, really enjoyable movie. Um, unfortunately I feel that this film does not stand on its own. Um, like Star Wars Episode Four, you can watch that. And if there was never an Episode Five and Six, that would still be an awesome movie. Mm-hmm. This this movie, you cannot say the same. Yeah. We like I can tell you right now, it's an enjoyable movie. But to judge that movie, we're gonna need to see Episode Eight and probably Episode Nine. Yeah. But I loved it. Yeah. Good. I'm glad. Yeah. <laughs> I love I love this movie. I thought it was I thought it was awesome. It was it was just what it needed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, a great balance of nostalgia and, and, and the new. Um, looking at episode 8 and 9, I'm really looking forward to those moving forward and seeing how the whole story unfolds in the sequel trilogy. But I think that this is just this is a really effective uh, introduction or reintroduction to, to the Star Wars saga at large and especially these new characters. And I'm really looking forward to seeing how the stories of Rey, Finn, and Poe unfold in the next film and the film after that. I really liked it as well. I'm looking forward to the sequels. I do feel like J.J. Abrams and the whole team, screenwriters, everyone was handcuffed a little bit because of this weird multi-universe thing that everyone's doing these days, which is really cool in a lot of ways, but also a little detrimental in some. Um, and there's definitely some pieces that could have been better, but I have to remember, it's not George Lucas's thing anymore. It is Disney, and they're going to they're gonna do what you know what they've been planning on doing, so wait for the sequels. And they're def- I think once the sequels come out, and I read more Expanded Universe stuff, the new Expanded Universe, it's going to make a lot more sense. I'm going to like it a lot more. I just feel like maybe there was like, maybe there'll be an inter-trilogy <laughs> that explains things that happen in between. I think I'd really like that. Oh, and I really hope, this is going to set Eris off, that the sequels explain why Luke Skywalker is a cupcake little bitch. <laughs> we didn't discuss that! No, 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 no. Back the hell up, because we need to discuss that. That is one of my it's biggest issues with like the movie. One minute. Yeah, but okay. So, in interviews prior to this movie coming out, J.J. Um, Abrams had, uh, he gave his reason why he had chose to accept this job because he famously turned it down yep. when it was originally offered to him. And he said that there was one question posed to him that made him accept the, 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 the directing uh, job mm-hmm. right away. Mm-hmm. And the question was, who is Luke Skywalker? That's we got our answer in this movie, and it is apparently a cupcaking little bitch who folds shop and runs away when things get tough. <laughs> that is completely against character. When the hell did Luke Skywalker ever run away in the original trilogy? Please tell me. 
When things when he had his hand cut off, <laughs> did he run away and fucking hide on a planet for thirty years? Like a cupcakey little bitch? No, this is much worse. He had his entire tutelage of children slaughtered. He watched a galactic Nazi-style order rise to power and kill literally billions of people while he did nothing. Nothing! He was tired. <laughs> Please, you Star Wars super nerds, tell me that you had no issues with this. I thought it was really, really intriguing that that it took, you know, because with, with Luke, he, he tried to resurrect the Jedi Order on his terms, and it took, um, you know, Kylo Ren, a student, his nephew, to completely demolish his life's work, to really break his spirit. That, that, the one thing to break his spirit was his family, to, to, really, to really get underneath his core. Because if it was just any other student, maybe, maybe Luke would have probably, probably would have stuck around, but the fact that his own family betrayed him to such a profound level... That I, I thought that I thought that was a very intriguing uh, direction to take to take Luke. I wouldn't say that he's a cupcake eating little bitch and dismiss him outright entirely. I want to see where his character goes in Episode Eight. I want to see that too. And I don't think I I, I think it's maybe a I think it's maybe a little uh, little like off base I'd say to to dismiss him as a bitch. But but I, I think that I think that was a very interesting interesting uh, development for Luke. It's way better than than. Than, uh, than some other fan theories by saying that, oh, what if he turned evil? That would have been way too contrived. That would have actually been a good character. That would have been, that yeah, would have been nonsensical. Sure. They just said he took over the, He took over a lot. When they were trying to write the, the screenplays and stuff, he just took over. They had to get rid of him somehow. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that was the best way, but... I'm sorry. Like You can say it's da-da-da-da-da. I can only go by what this movie gives me. Mm -hmm. When episode 8 comes out, obviously we can re revisit this. Mm -hmm. But what this movie tells us is that he is a loser... He left, ran away, literally ran away, left a breadcrumb trail for someone to find him. Mm -hmm. And he, he, he just turtled. Like, he turtled. And I feel, I, I just, I felt like that is a really against character portrayal for oh. Luke Skywalker. Because it was his fucking dad, man. His dad, like his family. He's got no, he's had experience fighting family. Sorry. And I just, uh,. I know they had to get rid of him somehow because they said he took over this story every time they tried to write with him in it, mm -hmm. um, and that was and I understand that because they're trying to introduce new people and people are just like, oh fuck, it's Luke Skywalker. Mm -hmm. I want to show show him more. Um, but him bailing, I just I my assumption is that he's up to something. But again, you said he can only go off what's here, but that's why I have to. I can't look at it at the eyes of. I don't know, I feel like old school. A, I can look at the eyes of Disney and their grand plan. Because yeah. at, at some point in that movie, I think they mentioned like, oh, he might have gone off to find the first Jedi Temple, which has some super magic MacGuffin in it, mm -hmm. or something. Like I, I feel like they sort of mentioned that at some point in the movie, didn't they? They mentioned it briefly. He was yeah. searching for it, yeah, Hans right. So he like well, maybe he went there to get more powerful. Though. But like, what is that? That 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 leads me. So let's if we logically follow that trail, if he had to leave. And leave the galaxy in such a precarious position where his own family has been seduced to the dark side. And he had to go find a magical superpower to fight it. That tells me, obviously, his own pupil was not stronger than him. Kylo Ren may have done what he did because he had help and because it's his nephew. So Luke didn't fucking kill his ass on the spot. If you logically follow that crumb trail, that tells me that Snoke is more powerful than the Emperor. And Luke had to run away to get find a way to kill that dude. Hmm. That's what that tells me. That would be interesting, actually, too. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. 
it, it would have been nice if, if Luke actually said something yeah. at the end. If, if, he, if, he, if he said, uh, hey, you know, well, you found I, me. I had a lightsaber that looked just like that years ago. <laughs> I was, or like, I was waiting for someone to find. I was waiting for this. Because my thing is, I think the First Order was kind of like a more of a nuisance in the new Republic. I don't think they knew they were building a super duper killer weapon. Yeah. But I think they were just kind of a nuisance. And like the Resistance was like, oh, whatever, just take... Princess Leia and at Akbar because I'm pretty sure Akbar that was him at the table, right? Yeah, that was him. Yeah, like take take them, they'll help you out, but we're not going to really worry about you. I think maybe Luke had to go and they're like, oh shit, they have Kylo. I have to go do something to really help this. But maybe maybe he let Kylo live when he saw him turn into the dark side, and then he murked his kids, and then Luke feels like, oh shit, that was all my fault. But yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. But I'm, I'm looking at it yeah. now, and I've actually come to this realization during the recording of this podcast. I have to look at it in the eyes of Disney's grand plan. Yeah, and, and, and that's what I'm going to do when I'm riding the new yeah. Disney roller coaster. Yeah, Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. And, and and also too, if if Rey is indeed Luke Skywalker's daughter, which mm-hmm. I think this film strongly implies, then who was her mother? It's a good question. She's a Jesus baby, just like Darth Vader. <laughs> no. Well, do you think it implies? Because the, the the one thing that I thought it, it possible after reading some stuff on the internet after is that she was his student. Not, what what implies to you that she's his daughter about the movie? Uh, the the fact I, I never got that vibe because the the fact that um like, like the 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 fl- one the flashback of her you know when she receives a vision from touching uh, Luke's lightsaber the fact that you know, as a little girl like that ships the ship leaves her behind also um, and. And uh, the fact that Maz Kana said that the lightsaber, it calls out to you. Mm-hmm. That could be like maybe a familiar connect- connection mm-hmm. there. And also in the very, 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 very original trailer, Luke Skywalker's voiceover says, My family has the Force, is strong in the Force. My father has it. My sister has it. I have it. Mm-hmm. You have it. Yep, you have he's that talking idea. to someone. And I'm pretty sure he's talking to someone in episode yeah. 8. I thought, I thought he was going to say those lines at the end. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. so he was saying that to someone, and that yeah. was a line that was said before. And he said it He said it in the yeah. eye. He didn't say that line in the original, so... Oh, he could just have been up? talking to Kylo Ren. And Finn is definitely not his son. <laughs> I mean, he could be. <laughs> Adopted. <laughs> it's possible, though. It's possible. Yeah. He's just a janitor. Don't place all those expectations on that boy, okay? He's a bored janitor. Where's Lando at? <laughs> so, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. All right, let's let's cut the bullshit. If we, if we find out that Finn is related to Lando Calrissian, that will be contrived as fuck. They stole another baby from Cloud City, Vic. That will be contrived as fuck. We're not. Oh, they're not doing that. Come on, cut for Ooh, real. Let's give Disney some fetch. Yeah. That, that was one problem I had with the prequel, where they're like. Everyone knows everyone. <laughs> oh, Yoda knows Chewbacca. What? How, yeah, what, that, what a coincidence. Yeah, that was that was useless fan service on Lucas. Yeah, was, wait. How does Rain know how to speak Wookie? Did anyone like find that weird? I know the internet finds it weird. Yeah, she. Yeah, like this. It's like I said, like a lot of like, maybe well, she saw like, many, Wookies in Jakku. Many, I don't know. Yeah, I don't humans care in Jakku, bro. <laughs> you know, many. No, that's a minor thing. Like all the, all, like all the, like all the humans don't really know alien, many alien languages. That's why like two people speak completely. I guess, different yeah, languages. but it's a, it's a thing in the Star Wars universe that no one but Han understands Chewie. Like that's a Finn thing. didn't understand him. That's for sure. Yeah, I don't know. That's, that's a thing. But she Maybe. totally did. She's like, oh, stop Chewie. I'll let you know when I read it in the book. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're right. Oh, that's, that's, that's a dumb thing, but it's like 
it's that cohesion that I felt like, yes. okay, George Lucas was a terrible director, mm. but I feel like he kept mm. things cohesive. Yes. And the one thing, too, like uh, Marvel, where they do like their movies, like they have to all be interconnected. It's just movies. You know, their movies have, like, it's not... Oh, I don't have to read a book and yeah, watch exactly, a TV yeah. show yes. and get the whole story? Yes, maybe yeah, a few TV. Because yeah, yeah. you don't have to watch Daredevil to get the movie. So this is, it's a grand machine, and it's just a lot of moving parts. Yeah. And it's going to be very difficult. And I just have to change my perception. Yeah. Thank you, Cody's Pine Podcast, for showing me the way. <laughs> <laughs> we got a few Star Wars uh, emails, Vic. Yes, we've got emails on tap. Uh, this one from uh, Gary Wallace. Sweet. Uh, see, he shares his thoughts on The Force Awakens. He says... Movie was good, not great. <gasps> Ooh! Oh no, Vic! <laughs> Had a bunch of holes. I can imagine it was tough editing to fit a specific time limit, so that'll account for the holes, but I needed more. Should have been a three-hour movie. I did like the female and black guy characters. That was cool. <laughs> not enough. What about the Spanish guy, bro? Did you hate him? <laughs> no, no, no. Please, please don't interrupt me. Not enough cool new droids in the film. That they could have touched on Han and Leia's kid a bit more, and also watching a guy with Jedi powers t tear up is a bit whack. Seemed a bit rushed. The extended DVD will most likely fill in some of the gaps. Hopefully the, hopefully the next flick will be great. Gary C. Uh, Shout out to Gary, too, at Holographics, too. I agree with that. And Vic, I'm gonna fucking interrupt all day! I'm gonna answer those fucking emails! If you don't want to be interrupted, hand the reins back to Maurice, son. We always interrupt in the middle of emails every single time! Um, yeah, like he said, there were some holes. I really agree with some of that. Um, I, I'll watch the, expand, uh, the Expanded, because uh, that's always a big thing now. I know there's a Chewbacca scene in there somewhere that I really want to see. There are rumors. Um, what else? Uh, the Crying? Eh. Everyone cries. Wait, who was it that cried? Was it Kylo Ren? Yeah. When, when he killed his dad? Was that when he cried? Right? Was it? Was that when he cried? He's crying, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. He just killed his dad, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> when Anakin was getting burned up on Mustafar, he was crying when he was screaming, I hate you to Obi-Wan. He was totally crying. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. That probably really bad, too. I nitpick, but I'm, I'm not that fucking bad. He <laughs> <laughs> just killed his dad. Mm -hmm. I would cry, too, probably. Yeah, yeah, probably, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I would cry. I love my dad. Oh, God. Well, thank you. Thank I you wouldn't kill my dad. <laughs> yeah, oh, I feel man. like we should probably start there. I wouldn't kill my yeah, dad. But what if someone offers you ultimate power? Hmm. Yeah, you're <laughs> okay. Control the universe, galaxy? Wait, What's up? can I ask my dad if it's okay? For <laughs> 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 <Maybe>. Technically, unagreed. <laughs> Uh, thank you for the email. We appreciate it. Thanks, All right. Gary. All right, here's another email from John Haponic. Uh, love the show. Here are my two questions. One, what's your reaction to Force Awakens being way too similar to A New Hope? Even my mom said the same thing. And number two, is Kylo Ren the lamest of all Siths? Not, not athletic like Darth Maul and not intimidating like Darth Vader. In other words, a nerd who cannot win against two untrained people. Best, John. <laughs> Um, I do think uh, Adam Driver was a little too handsome when <laughs> he took that mask off. What? I was like, you know, he took the mask off, he's just like, you're really pretty. <laughs> I thought, get out of here, Adam you know Driver. What? I, thought, was, I, thought, I thought that was refreshing, the fact that he yeah. was just a fresh-faced dude. Yeah, instead of, instead of scarred that, and all cliche. Yeah, that might have been like part of the thing, where he's just yeah. like, 
I baby like, face. I feel like this may not have come across in the movie. Mm. I enjoyed Kylo Ren. <laughs> I enjoyed that the <laughs> fact that that back. character was completely out of control mm. and everything that he did showed it. Mm-hmm. Like and not not just the fact that he like flips out and starts wrecking shit with his lightsaber every time somebody gives him something he doesn't like, mm-hmm. but the fact that all of his powers also reflect the fact that he is in total conflict. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause you know, obviously, when he like freezes the bolt, that thing's still shaking. Yeah, and it's frozen. When he like freezes somebody in place, they're still like they're still able to like move, or, or they're they're shaking as well because yeah, it, it just you, looks yeah. like there's something completely wrong with what the fuck's happening there. His mm-hmm. force powers are definitely perverted in some weird way. Yes, yeah. and yeah. the lightsaber clearly. And it's I, I just attribute that to the conflict that he has between the light and the dark side. But like his that cross. Cross guard lightsaber is dumb, but that it I find it so cool that that thing was not just like a perfect lightsaber. That that yeah, thing was yeah. fucking. It looked wild. Yeah. I thought that was super cool about that character. Like every everything that like I felt that character was cohesive in 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 the fact that he was a complete chaos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I think cool. he's gonna look a lot different in the next movie, which is cool because you kind of see him develop. Yeah, and he got his hand cut off, didn't he? I don't think he got a No, cop. he just got a scar on his, across yeah, his face. Okay, because yeah. I keep seeing so online, like, I didn't see it in the movie, but yeah. online they're like, oh yeah, he got his hand cut yeah, off. Yeah, I didn't see that. No. Hmm. I gotta that. watch that movie again. Usually, someone always gets a hand cut off, though, but so mm. no, I think that might be the first one someone didn't. Are you sure? Or an arm. I'm pretty like, sure. I feel like I've read stuff that I'll confirms look it up. that. I don't remember. Mm. Don't, I don't, Cowboy, do you remember seeing a hand get cut off? No, I didn't see it either. Like that's oh, the thing. I didn't the see original it trilogy, yeah. Yes. I didn't see it. That's the thing, but I can't Monster Man got his arm cut off. Obviously, Luke. Yeah, everyone got that stuff cut off. Um, in regards to the um, the mirror images of the two movies, yeah. I think they're really trying to trying to connect the original with the new yeah. one. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the old fans coming back, new fan, yeah. new fans gonna get like a fresh slate mm-hmm. for their new explosion of Disney. Yeah. Um. So I, I I liked everything up until the uh Starkiller base, <laughs> and also because that's not the f- second. Mass weapon. It's the third. Yeah, <laughs> that's why. That's the one thing I did not like. Yeah, but other than else, I can see why they're doing it. I can see it. And and I will say I did like his cross guard saber because it had a practical use. It gives him it gives him an unfair advantage in battle. Mm-hmm. Like when he got up close to Finn, all he had to do was turn the handle. And I'm glad he used it. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was I was super glad that he used yeah. it for some reason. But yeah. that also that just seems really dangerous to himself too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, he's a, he's change change things up. I guess he's cool. I got it. All right, so we got one more email. This one's from uh, Andres Tavares. The Force Awakens review. Uh, my overall thoughts on Star Wars. First of all, the movie was great. J.J. Abrams did not disappoint. The story and the pacing, along with the bits of comedy breaks, were balanced very well. And this is definitely the movie we have been waiting for. But it's not a perfect movie. We all know this. With that said, Kylo Ren was pretty badass until he took his mask off and brought back that whiny Anakin Skywalker vibe back. Ren and and Finn both brought a fresh new relationship back to the screen. The battle on Starkiller was so out of hand, it was great watching stormtroopers get blown to pieces. I also felt Poe Dameron needed more screen time with BB-8. The, cam- the cameos alone made this movie with not with not only all the originals of Han, Chewie, and C-3PO, but Luke was who I was waiting for, and even though it was the end, I just got chills. All in all, I had a lot of fun watching it. Also, I really thought Captain Phasma would have been more of a key character. What a waste, I agree. They marketed her like that. Yeah. My future predictions for the next movie, it will probably end on, end on a sad note. 
Finn's real name will be Calrissian. <laughs> no. And Luke is Rey's father, and Kylo will be more for formidable and probably kill another original character. But that's my nerd theory, lol. Hope this wasn't too long, but that's my mini review. Actually, we should probably just replace this episode with that email, because I kind of went a little bit of Vic, a little bit of me, a little bit of you, a little bit of cover. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> that was really good. That was a very good review. Thank you for that. Um, yeah, yeah uh, I really hope he's not calorizing, because that's just like one too many things, you're going back to the well. Um, yeah, but he's black, you guys. Right. <laughs> he's, like, he's totally, he's Oh black. my god, you're right, he he's totally is. So yeah, yeah, he's got to be, right? Yeah. He's got to be. Ah. I've seen a lot of black people in the <laughs> There are we, a lot. Jolie Bindo. We have one more email. Yeah. That I will oh, uh, and also like to read. The main thing more. about the prequel trilogy that is okay, and that's funny because you mentioned the relationship, which I really liked, seeing that relationship between the two. Oh, between um, Ray and Finn? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I feel like the, the one of the best things about the prequel could, could have been Anakin and... Uh McGregor, or actually Obi-Wan, because Uma McGregor is awesome. I thought yeah. he was awesome as Obi-Wan. He, he was, was a really great job. He was definitely, in my opinion, the number one piece of the prequel. Mm -hmm. And that is if that was one thing the prequels really missed out on is a really good relationship between those two. Yeah. And it's partially Jake Jake Lloyd's fault. But Anakin Skywalker and R2D2 was a pretty good relationship. <laughs> Much better <laughs> than the relationship good. between that was good. him and Obi-Wan. That was pretty good. <laughs> So we have uh, one last email here um, that we want to squeeze in uh, at the last minute here. Uh, subject, Victor loves Lucas Anus. <laughs> last week's podcast was by far the most frustrating. I'll get right to it. The best part of the show was that I didn't hear Carl's voice as much so I, as I usually do. Trust me, Carl is best in moderation. Kudos to Mo and Aris. You guys are like warm apple pies. Flaky as hell and too sweet for my taste, but filling nonetheless. <laughs> now, last and least, Victor. Victor, Victor, Victor. You want to know why you didn't enjoy Space Jam at 31? Because you're a 31-year-old man watching Space Jam. No you shit. fucking dick. What does a grown-ass man look like insulting Lola Bunny? Bill Murray made a behind-the-back pass to Michael Jordan, man. Bill fucking Murray did that shit. Epic. Independence Day doesn't hold up. Fuck you. Sometimes you forget that a movie should be critiqued by how it impacted you when it came out. Especially movies that contain special effects. You can't tell me Will Smith spazzing out and punching the alien, dragging him across the desert and hailing, What's that smell? Still doesn't hold up. I'll tell you what, though. I think whatever gods you believe in that the ID4 guys didn't decide to digitally remake the movie five or six fucking times with Blu-ray and suck my dick editions. <laughs> oh, let's make Han step on Java's tail. Yeah, that'll make it better. I hope the Chinaman gets to feed his kids with bootleg Star Wars DVDs. <laughs> I hope Kylo Ren catches herpes while slapboxing Jar Jar Binks. And finally, I hope you realize that you could be doing so much more with your time than this fake-ass Roger Ebert thing you're going for. I don't know, man. I heard... <laughs> Go on. Uh, I heard... Blank tastes real good this time of year. You should try some. Sorry, I had to edit it. I had to edit some of this here. Good day. The friendliest <clears throat> fella out here. Doc Strange. 
Well, I feel like we all oh, got it in that one. God damn. That was epic. Good lord. Oh, man. Well, uh, Mr. Strange, first of all, I love you too, man. Uh, second of all... Uh, First, first, for second of all, I completely agree with you on Space Jam. Yeah, I'm a th yeah, 31 years old. Space Jam does not hold up at all. And and besides, if you look, if you take off your rose-colored nostalgic glasses and look at the film for what it is, instead of being the the inner, instead of looking at it through through the eyes of uh, eyes of your inner 12 year old, the movie was fucking wank. All right, D just just be completely honest. Space Jam was fucking wank. Sauce. You are not getting a wank alert just for saying no. Nope. Wank alert. Wank alert. Wank alert. Nope, okay. No. Nope. No. Nope, 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 Never that. So, so Space Jam was wank, and number two, Independ Independence Day. Okay, look, I'll admit that I was I was overly harsh in my critique of the film. I mean, to be honest, looking at Independence Day, I I'm more or less indifferent towards it. I I I don't like it, but I don't hate it or dislike it either. I just think it's. You it's, said you hated it. I like I said I was totally I was totally harsh. <laughs> I was I was totally I was overly harsh about it. But as far as Independence Day goes, I'm rather indifferent towards it. It is what it is. If you like it, hey, more power to you. If you don't, hey, that's fine too. I'm not looking forward to the sequel. I'm not gonna watch it. I don't care about it. But hey, since you like it, hey, that's all good. But we're gonna have the Independence Day everything episode. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for that episode. <laughs> oh, you gotta study. You gotta study so cool. the War 1996 website. <laughs> <laughs> Preparation, Vic. I want copious notes for that episode. And uh, and uh, last but not least, Mr. Doc Strange, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Thanks for waiting into the show. Keep listening. Review us on. Oh man, we all got it. it. We oh, all got it. Nice work, everyone. Damn, Callbird. Where can Doc Strange find us? <laughs> find us on Instagram at um, Codex Prime Podcast, Facebook Codex Prime Podcast. Twitter, Codex Prime Cast. You can email us, Codex Prime Podcast at gmail.com. Anything else? So, oh, YouTube. Uh, yeah. YouTube. Just yeah. search Codex Prime Podcast yeah. and you'll find it. And SoundCloud and iTunes. Sweet. Nice. Vic, where can they find you for your uh, NXT TakeOver live tweeting? Uh, you can find me on the Twitter machine at Victor Omoyo. And you can also find me on YouTube as well, youtube.com slash user slash vomoyo. Um, I'm, I found out that live tweeting Patriots game stressed me out too much, so I kind of took a week off. <laughs> we'll see how next week goes, but, uh, uh Maurice Cirillo, if you want to find me, uh, at MrBird1027, SoundCloud, Vine, Instagram, and, uh, like, review, subscribe, give us a review, it's gonna Email. help the show. Email. What are your thoughts on the movie? Were we overly negative? Were we overly positive? Were we just right? I think we were just perfect. Yeah. It's just... I'm, I'm, I'm really interested in other people's views. I'm really interested. I feel like as the movie percolates more, more stuff is going to come out. Uh, Eris, you're completely off social media because you hate humanity. No, I'm on there. No. I just don't want to hear from you. Perfect. <laughs> but, uh, thank I'm going to tweet Eris just for now. <laughs> thank you all for listening. We'll catch you. I'm going to have a little holiday break next week. We'll catch you the week after for a year in review episode. Yeah. Later, nerds. Later. Peace out, everybody. May the force be with you. You would say that. <laughs> <laughs> Nerd. <laughs>